What's going on, everybody? We are back at it again with another pod. This is your boy, your your homie, your favorite Native American, Jose Cruz. Hope everyone's doing great. We got the wifey on the board. What's hey, up, Laura? Hey, you got it. <laughs> See how her switch just turned on? Like, hey, time to act. <laughs> you know? No, it's like he remembered this time. No, oh, yeah. I remembered the first 20 seconds of the podcast. Usually we go 40 minutes in and I'm like, oh, yeah, the wife. <laughs> you know? But today we got a special guest. We got the queen herself, man. One of my favorite peoples that i met a couple years ago via zoom this is actually our first time in person which i'm honored i it, it's like it's what's, what's that saying the ads are what they appear in real life so it's like you get you get what you get with the laundry and i love it so we have a laundry today laundry how are you doing i am doing really really good it's a beautiful day outside it i'm is. not dying of pollen and allergy <laughs> issues no. i'm like I'm, okay let's keep this going the let's, rest of the day <laughs> come on yeah and so i mean let's just jump straight into it let's get to know you let's get to um everybody watching and listen know who you are where you're from what you do now for business and life family all that good stuff and you know let's start from there let's get to know you well, I'm Alondra. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway. Um, no, don't joke. I, I do was too. A, <laughs> um, shoot. After being a single parent of seven children wow. for like ever, seems like, um, recently married about two years. will be two years in May. So, and nice. we have a blended family. So I have my seven children and he has six. Ooh, y'all got wow. a, y'all got a team. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I was like, so COVID did weird things to people and that's what we did. So <laughs> we decided. How old to are blend. they? Oh, they range from 30. Some, no, 30. Yeah. They range from 30 to seven. Okay. Wow. Yep. Half of those, just... you can still claim. <laughs> you <were> like, claim. <laughs> that season, the most wonderful time of the year. Let's go. Year, right? <laughs> Same here. No, go ahead. Keep going. That's awesome, though. So, yeah, um, got my bachelor's degree in business um, and my master's degree in mm. community economic development while I was a single parent. Wow. Um, yeah, it seems that every time I would go to school, I'd end up getting pregnant which was weird it's a weird phenomenon so let's just say we're not going for the phd yes um it's so strange and i was like wait a minute every time i come yeah. on so anyway figured that part out i don't know if that's just a trigger or what but um, i love it i'm born and raised in fresno california grew up in southwest fresno um with a single mom my mom had four girls so you know just have a lot a legacy of strong women in mm. my life strong african-american women Say it. um my grandfather was my like role model growing up uh, that was my papa and nice. um yeah so he he like raised all of us he would come and pick us up him my grandmother pick us up take us to church and that's where we would be yeah if you know anything about african-american churches back in the day I grew and up in even that. sometimes now mm -hmm. you were there all day mm -hmm. like you ate breakfast lunch and dinner yeah. there as a kid so we learned to sit still during service there was no children's church <laughs> and um you know dare not move yeah but uh yeah, yeah you get the <laughs> that was back when they take you out back like <laughs> why are we going out here <laughs> this is traumatic no <laughs> you're all the homie going back y'all she just um you're right? walking them in the back you're like until you go get your own switch. <laughs> yeah. Why would I do that? Why? Why? why I, I used to, to come. I used switch? to come back with a log. 
my dad would be like, you stupid right. kid, you know, right. he'd make him laugh. So. Hey, don't come back with nothing little, though, because yeah. they come back and bring the whole tree. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, just, don't do it. Yeah, they'll right? make it happen. They'll make it happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been here all my life. Love Fresno. Um, doing a lot of community work. I have my small business, Trifecta Development and Consultation Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a local artist. I uh, paint, um, usually using the medium of acrylics. Um, I have my first art show coming up soon. Or you just um, had it. Ha- no, no. Oh yeah, I just. We had just it. had it. I We're technically had in the future. That How'd that crazy. go? But <laughs> <laughs> great, you made a lot of money. It was wonderful. Like <laughs> it was at City Hall where I used to work. So oh, okay. yeah, it's just um, being in Fresno. I love the community. I know a lot of people try to jump out of Fresno, but I actually really feel called here. So mm-hmm. that's just a little bit about me. Oh, and the one of the most important things, I really, really like food. So. What's your favorite food? I don't even know. Just it's got it's I'm food torn is just between general. Creole food and Mexican food. It's just a tough toss up. Well, your husband Mexican too, right? That's true, but he don't cook. He don't cook. Nah, <laughs> he is bilingual. Oh yeah. But yeah, but he don't cook. You don't cook. Do you cook. Like, you cook Mexican food. I have to. You have to. <laughs> I'm forced to. And then, he, and then he critiques. He like this black Mexican food. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Whatever. Eat it. You know. Just have your dad tortilla. Oh my god. Yes. This is a great idea to have you on. I love it. That's awesome, you know, because I love, man, man y'all, I mean, because the kids are, that's insane. The blended family. Let's start with the, how's that work? How does, like, I don't know, because, I mean, are there expectations? Are there fears? Are there, are there, like, worries? Are there, like, or do they call me mom? Or do they, I call, you know, it's like, how, or do they, you know, I don't know. How's that, how's that work for you? So everybody, like, his kids call me Alondra. My kids call him Manuel. And, um, you know, my little one, she was like, you know, curious about, she's seven. So she was like, oh, can I call you dad? And so that was cool, you know, and she she called him a couple of times and then it was just kind of like, she's, I guess, working her way around it. I don't know what's going on with that, but (laughs) um, the blending, ooh, that was, that was tough. That was, it was during COVID, the, Mm -hmm. the shutdown, like when the world stopped. Yeah. And, and me and my husband thought it'd be a great idea to add blending a family to that chaos <laughs> so yeah lockdown. and then we were on lockdown with all of us <laughs> well uh, there's only three of his kids in the house because mm. the rest of them are adults but yeah man and then only five of mine are in the house okay but oh yeah that yeah, was intense there's ten, ten of you guys that was so and it, it goes back to like you know when you feel that pressure and you become like that um you know the diamond i guess under the pressure i started painting yeah <laughs> as a nice. result and found out i was really good at it so mm-hmm. i've just been painting since uh, august of 20 what is it yeah 2021 yeah and like really taking it well not necessarily seriously i was just you know trying to decompress and something really pretty came out of it i was like wow i really drew that that's nice. crazy now, have you sold any prints or anything I, yet? I have. I sold my first piece in February. Ooh, yes. Nice. And I was extremely excited about that. It was the legacy piece. It was a piece of a woman crowning her daughter. Oh, that's, that's that speaks. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Wow. And so now let's get into, because um, I know you had mentioned, you said you're a single mom going to school, bachelor's and master's. You know, it's funny. We were at Jonathan's birthday party, uh, well, a few weeks ago because we're in the future supposedly um 
gets confusing after a while. I see. You know, but we hear his sister was there, and, and actually one of high, Laura's high school friends were there. That's actually cousins with Jonathan. Laura didn't know that. And so they start talking about the podcast, and they're like, you guys should have a all-single mom's podcast, you know, experience. I'm like, that's a cool idea. You know, I thought, why not? You get a bunch of single moms, you know, mm -hmm. I'll, be the, I'll be the odd guy out, you know, <laughs> taking it all on the chin. Let's take it out on Jose, you know, you know, but um, I don't know. What was that experience like? Maybe let's get into that part of your life, the single mom, like you said, and school. And because the thing is, is that a lot of women, I know a lot of women, too, that has done that. There's like a different strength and a level to a woman that to be able to handle all that and still go to school and still get all the schooling done, get the grades, get passed, still feed the family, still take care of the home, still be this, still be that, but still try to, you know, even even if you have time to make time for you, like, <laughs> what is that? What is that about? Like, not about, but how is that? How is that? I mean, I don't know. I'm like a last, a lost words because I don't understand, you know, that part of that. And maybe you can share your experience. To be honest, like, I mean, we've been through so much as a family. I was a teenage mom. I got pregnant at 17, had my baby, my first one on my 18th birthday. Mm -hmm. So she stole my birthday. Oh. Really, that was the trauma. Maybe God was that like, was the trauma. <laughs> that was the, it's no longer about me. <laughs> what do you mean? So, um, you know, she ruined my hair appointment. It was, nice. <laughs> she still owes me. But, Come on. Um, but, you know, started off young and she was at my, my oldest baby was at my high school graduation, mm. you know, so managed to graduate high school, um, tinkered around with trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I knew I needed to do something, but my, my focus was not on even so much being a mom or like a businesswoman or any of that. My focus was her dad. Mm. <laughs> so that made it really really difficult for me to like you know move forward because my emotions my heart my soul was all entangled in this guy and um we had two more children after her so together we had three i ended up marrying him it obviously did not go well mm -hmm. <laughs> and um just coming from like a a background where I really just did not have like the self-esteem was not there. Um, I felt like I was an outcast, you know, I felt like kind of like, you know, the black sheep of my family, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it yeah. was just, it was just a lot. It was, it was stressful. You know, there were times when I abused alcohol. There were times when, you know, it just, they had a completely, my older three children had a completely different parent than my younger kids had. Mm. Um, you know, my older three had the high school, um, you know, graduate, but, you know, the welfare recipient, you know, the food stamps, the, in the emotional instability, you know, that shoot the, we had a lot of instability when it came to like where we were going to live, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I was like, you know, I just really didn't have a real good grasp on being an adult, being, um, you know, grounded, because I was a kid and mm -hmm. I just had a kid, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. And then from there, I was kind of out, um, you know, me and my mom, we knocked heads. And so I was, you know, and I knew better, you know, so I would always be 
you know, doing what I knew was right. Yeah. It never worked out. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> if you guys are young and you think you know more than your parents, stop. Speak stop on it. it. Stop it. Speak stop on it. Stop it. Because when you get to be my age, you'll be like, ooh, that was stupid. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm glad that you did not kill me during those times. <laughs> I'm glad you, know? you did not smite me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm glad we were back in the, you know, Jesus days. Yeah, like, or the, the Old Testament. We man, got Moses. The and... center of the, what is the main attraction at a rock concert? <laughs> yeah. yeah so real <laughs> right so um you know i was i was out there just doing had a lot of things that we went i went through you know even tried to be a little gangbanger and mm. you know drug dealer and hung out with like <laughs> i mean a lot of my friends were murderers like it was crazy it Dang. was nuts. What, what gang if you don't um mind. we were in the u I, I used to hang out in the U with okay. my friends, yeah. Okay. And I was like, I call myself a little crip. It little was just crip, insane. It I grew was up that way crazy too. Because I thought like, I was a diamond. We, yeah, I grew, I grew up six deuce. I grew up with. Yep. I grew up with that too. You know, I, yep. I, mean, I was. I grew up like Fresno High area, but all my homies are on the west side of Fresno. Ex mm -hmm. You know, that's where I grew up. That's where I would go hang out. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad don't care. I'm out like West Side of Fred. I guess I'm a 60 My and my brother was a bulldog. We I, shared a room. That, you know, how was that? It was <laughs> weird. We didn't know. Did we fight each other? Do we? You know, only out on the streets we fight, but at home like, we're chilling. Don't put your rag on my rag. <laughs> yeah, right? keep your rag away. Don't disrespect my rag. You know, so it was weird. It was so funny. That's crazy. You know, um, but I'm I grew like, up that way too. Yeah, and the things that the the places that I put myself that really could have cost me my life, like the yeah. ultimate price. You know. So it was just God's hand on my life that just ushered me away from there. But I call myself, I'm going to be, you know, I'm a, I'm out here providing for my baby. You know, I'm doing what I got to do because, yeah. you know, just ignorant. Yeah. But yeah, uh, same. yeah, I was the, yeah. you know, what you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> say it with it, <laughs> you know, say it with it, you know, but I'm serious. It like, so it just, it took a lot. It, it was a long road of maturity. And then, you know, um, just being broken emotionally for so long and not really seeing the self-worth or what I was worth. Um, eventually, we ended up homeless for four years, um, me and six of my children. And um, then, you know, when that ended, I was like, I really got to get some stuff done. But during the homeless, um, that stint of homelessness, I was able to get my uh, bachelor's degree. Wow. And so I was pregnant with five children still going to school and like after I had my baby I would go to the parking lot every two hours nurse him because my kids would be out there watching him and I'd go back in people didn't know that we were like homeless and wow. when I think back on that time I'm like dude that really happened like you that was really what you did it's not like a uh, like a Hollywood story or Hallmark show that like that was that, it really could if you do you better like yeah. give me my credit don't yeah. do that oh no hit her like, up times let are, her times are hard no. <laughs> <laughs> we in a recession no right? like, but help us sister out man so, that's that's crazy it it was we were sleeping in other people's houses only a couple of times that we have to sleep in the car but God brought us through all of that to the point where we were at a, a hotel. We were one step from being like for real, for real, like the version of homeless that we see all the time. Yeah. Um, Cause I was running out of money. I didn't know where it was going to come from. Some, somehow I don't even know where this check came from, but, and I don't know how I got the check because we, I didn't have an address. So I remember getting this check and I talked to this guy. He said, yes, I'll I'll rent to you. I filled out. My application was on a little lined piece of paper. And he let us rent. Um, it was in the hood. But we had a house. <laughs> but it was the last night that I was going to be able to afford the hotel. 
Oh. And so we, God just made it to where we were able to just move in. Um, and it was behind Walmart back in on Pontiac. Okay. Right yeah. There yeah. Where, where it gets real sketch, <laughs> right? Really sketch. Yeah. Right. So, um, and then my car broke down. It was just, it was a lot, but going through all of that and with my children going through all of that today, you know, um, my youngest two don't really remember a lot of it. The older ones kind of do, but the, obviously the grown ones remember every single thing. Yeah. Um, and then my oldest daughter, eventually, she was on this uh, downward spiral. She was using meth, mm. and she ended up in and out of jail and in and out of prison. Mm. Um, actually, she went to prison the one time, and I, that was actually a godsend. It changed her life. Um, so today, for the first time ever, my daughter is fully employed, and nice. enrolled in school. She wants mm. to be a drug and alcohol counselor. Um, and then my other children, we're tighter now than we've ever been before. And my son, my oldest son just told me, he said, yeah, we went through all of that stuff together. We're not going to, you know, this, we were all we had. So it wasn't like a whole bunch of extended family. It was literally just us. Mm -hmm. And to get through all of that and then to be where we are, where I finally own my home, I have a decent job, you know, my kids live in a decent place. Um, and all of that, the material things are great, but the inwardness, the inward healing and peace that I gathered through, you don't think that something like that would give you that, but it, it really did turn yeah. out to be that. So for my single parent, hopefully you guys don't have as hard a story, <laughs> but, um, my single parent journey was that, and then eventually getting married mm -hmm. and, you know, now we have, <laughs> we almost doubled Right. Our, our household size so i mean that's an awesome story to hear because to hear you now and see what you do now because we, we you know we've been talking a lot especially when it regards our my me and my wife's foundation um never never would have known that you carry yourself so high you know your humility still is still there and again every time we've had a zoom meeting i've left encouraged i've left inspired i left like you know we could actually still do this you know, everything else is saying no, or it's like no one wants to be involved, but still it's like I, when we talk to you and to hear that side of the story, one thing I love to say a lot is that people don't know the story behind the glory. They don't, you know, all they see is a successful woman. They see the successful business or whatever, but they don't know what it took to get there, you know, and a lot of it was self-inflicted. A lot of it mm -hmm. was happened to us too. So it's like, but to mm -hmm. say, and again, you know, plug in too, you know, but shameful plug is like, but we're still here. That part. Still here, son, mm -hmm. you know, and to me that that's what resonates a lot, you know. So when he came, when he came into, because you said you were taking classes, you would have to go out parking lot nurse and all that. Let's get to that because I know there are a lot of women, you know, a lot of, a lot of young ladies and a lot of black ladies and Mexicans and a lot of minorities, you know, individuals that are going through that still right now. You know, with no support, with no emotional help, with nothing, you know, and to hear your story, you know, what what made you feel like I just got to keep going. I got to keep going because my my mom was like that, too. You know, my dad was always working, but my mom, man, my mom was a different story, you know, and so my mom worked for us. She did a lot of stuff, but then she snapped. Mm -hmm. She went into the drug addiction, the prostitution mm -hmm. and all that. So it snapped her. You know, and so me and my siblings were left alone while my dad was um, working, you know. And so to hear your story that you didn't, you just kept pushing. Like that mom, like when I could see in your face when you were saying it, you remembered that feeling. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that exact minute like it just happened yesterday. You know, what kept pushing you, though? What made you feel like, this sucks right now, I know I'm homeless, but got to keep, what made you, what made you keep going? It was, so, I mean, ultimately Jesus, but he used my kids a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally all they had. And that's a tremendous pressure too. And it wasn't like, I'm all you have. So I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. No, it was not that. It yeah. was like, yeah, right. Like the full house story. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. I found my inner strength. <laughs> yeah. No, it was not that. It was um, many a nights where I was, I would, uh, you know, cry when they weren't paying attention. My, my, my oldest son actually brought up one time he caught me crying and I was trying not to, I, I didn't want anybody to see me, yeah. you know, cause I wanted to, I, I didn't want to freak them out, you know? And then I would, I actually, it was really depressing and I was fighting and battling depression because I'm like, God, I'm all these kids got me. Like that sucks. You yeah. know, like what? That's true. Why yeah. would you do that to them? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that to them? If I'm all they got. That's so real. But it just it got to the be like it was it was difficult. And then um, you know, there were times when I self-medicated, but I self-medicated not with alcohol, not with, you know, a drug. I self-medicated with um like overachieving. Like, um, I didn't, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't drop out of college, even though there was these weird people. We were, um, kind of, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, they were different. Yeah. <laughs> unique. Were same, <laughs> unique. Yeah. They were unique. Um, and they had a set of, they had what they wanted to happen in it and it, in the household and they wanted to kind of like keep us, uh, I don't know about that. So anyway. No, yeah, no, you don't have was, to get into that. It was weird. It was weird. It was, it was like, different. Yeah, it was, it was really different. And they were like, just drop out of school, you know? And well, you know, you you ain't gonna finish anyway, you know, like Dang, stuff like that. But that I knew that. You. But I knew if I stopped, then I, because it was the one thing I could control, mm-hmm. the one. I, I I mean, I got the student loans, but they paid for it, so it yeah. was already paid for it. So I was like, I'm gonna at least have this consistency in my life. Yeah. So I focused on overachieving, um, to a, a point where it was not healthy, probably, <laughs> and um. And then toxic relationships, like mm-hmm. there was a lot of those, a lot of those, you know, some guy tells me I'm pretty, I am, you know, it was like, yeah. oh my gosh, he said I was cute. You he know? knows me, right? he understands me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so it just, it was a lot of um, um, what I call addiction swapping. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just to cope with all of the pressures of being relied upon so heavily. So... But I knew I couldn't quit. I knew I couldn't kill myself mm. because what would happen to my kids? Who would take them? They would be split apart, you know? And it just, I just had to like sit in all of that uncomfortable space by wow. myself. And God would always send somebody across my path to like speak life into me. You know, it would be people who weren't even believers. It, it would be just the strangest things, you know? Um, these people let us use their house. They didn't know us. They let us use their house in Hanford. And I'm like, it was kind of falling apart, but they let us use their house. Yeah. That's still a house, right? Yeah. So we were out there for a while. And just the way at around that time, I was, I don't even remember how I started um, getting on this prayer call in the mm-hmm. morning at five in the morning. And so I would get on the prayer call and we pray and everything. Um, and still I was struggling with all kinds of just weird 
you know, reactions to the stress. But at the end of it, I remember when we were in Hanford one time and I was up before the sun and I remember being really sad because I felt like there were people that should have helped me that didn't. And then all of a sudden something shifted. It was like a snap. And I said, you know what? These are my kids. Nobody made me to have these kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I had these children. Mm -hmm. So I am responsible for them and I'm responsible for where I am today. And that this, so God, you have to help me because this is all I am. Mm -hmm. So I need you to help me be something more than this. And it was during that time. I remember that night or morning. Um, and it was when I took ownership of my situation that I think God began to, I remember that was a major pivot in my life. Wow. I was about to ask, when do you think you saw the turning point and that was it? That was it. Then, cause I know, Again, because I, I think I can I can relate only through my mom's experience, you know, because we were fully aware of what was going on. Even at such, I, we were me, my brother, maybe my maybe my Juanita, but because um, there were there's four of us: my older brother, me, my younger sisters, and but we were fully aware at the age six, seven years old. We were forced to grow up. Seven, eight years old, I was thinking like an adult because I was like, "Am I gonna die today? Am I mm-hmm. gonna?" You know, I'm, I don't trust nobody, you know, and my, I don't trust my mom. My dad's gone, so I can't follow my dad. It's like, I don't remember the turning point. I think it's when I married her, my wife, you know, even recent, you know, like I would say, what, 17 years ago. And because we've been married seven, well, this May will be 17 years. And Ooh, May anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. When you said when's yours? 22nd, 21st, sorry. We're the 14th. Oh, May right 14th. before us. Yeah. Like so. a week apart. We could part. Yeah, man. <laughs> so it's again, but I think that was the turning point for me because even before when I was in church, I'm an adult, you know, we got, she got married really young. I, I was, I was an idiot, didn't have a job. I just got, I just got fired from a job. And I guess my turning point was her. But when I hear your story, you know, again, I see, I see you like, again, I didn't know that of course, cause this is our really first, this is our first time meeting in person. You know, and I love that about you because you're so happy. You're so encouraging, you know, because I believe you're speaking from the moment when you didn't have courage, you didn't have courage or the faith to rise up. But now you like, that's what took me to gain where I'm at to speak. You're speaking life right now. Like even on the Zoom calls, I I don't know. I feel like I'm getting lost because I get so excited about this stuff because, you know, I didn't know you. We got introduced to you through Jonathan. You know, and Jonathan had nothing but great things to say about you. He's all oh, I love, Alondra. Alondra's so amazing. She's so blessed. She, we all we do is laugh. I pay him well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what about you, Lo? I know you're listening on this so far, you know, as a mother and as, you know, just, you know, kids, you know. I mean, because we've been through similar experiences of homelessness and staying in a hotel for a yeah. couple of weeks, even when we were young marriage, you mm-hmm. know, babies. You know, what do you think so far? No, I just... um I think it's just a different strength. You know, you can't give up, you know, and it's because you you look at the little ones, you're like, I am all they have. We are all they have, you know. So we just tried our best. You know, we had to live with people. We had to live in a hotel. But, I mean, it wasn't the best circumstance, but, I mean, we made it through. We learned a lot. And I think we can relate to people mm-hmm. that other people can't relate to. And I think it was so tough going through it. Yeah. But, man, we grew. Mm-hmm. We grew a lot. Yeah. And, you know, even the kids were like, 
maybe it's just six years ago, like you guys finally have a bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like before you were sleeping on the floor, we mm-hmm. were sleeping on the floor. It's like you have a bed. Yeah. And then you got a room mm-hmm. and then you got your own room. Mm-hmm. I was like, and it's weird. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't know this, but people don't think about stuff yeah. like that. We don't. I mean, like I get up and I say, Jesus, thank you for the ability to get myself dressed. Mm. Thank you for this bed that I'm sleeping in that has covers on it. Thank Let's you go. for, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that I have a car to drive up into this driveway that now I own. Like that, I just yeah. became a homeowner in 2020 during the pandemic. Awesome. I did a lot during the pandemic. The world <laughs> shut down and I did a lot. You came up. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> world shut down and, <laughs> and I like, came up. Hey, you know, hey, that's all I needed. I told God I needed a break and guess what? You know, he shut the world down. <laughs> you got it. I was like, you know. see, we like that. <laughs> see, God knows but, me. <laughs> But it's like, I, I'm like, when I'm walking and say that, like, my feet hurt, man, thank you, Jesus, that I got feet, you know, thank yeah. you that I got socks, yeah. you know, Gratitude. underwear. I, yeah. And I've, I, over the course of time and really just asking God to help me grow. And, and, and I mean, the way that I see things, I don't see it like when I see somebody, I've been the one that was looked down upon, you know, and I've been the one that was like, oh, that's just, oh, that's a laundry, Ugh. you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh girl, did you hear, you know, I've been that person. So and I know how it made me feel. Yeah. And so I don't endeavor to make anyone else feel that mm, way. Yeah. That, Same. That's ridiculous to mm-hmm. me. And um, and when it comes to that, that gratitude, I want my kids to know that. You know, I want them to have that like every day. When you when you I don't care what's going on wrong in your life, it may be a sucky situation, but you better find that silver lining Come on. and just praise God about that until something breaks mm-hmm. you know because a lot of times when you lose your perception it, what would have happened if we would have decided the kids would have been better off without us yeah. mm. what you know what would have happened if we would have been like they'd be all right yeah you know what if we would have just been so focused on self that we couldn't see anything else yeah mm-hmm. you know there are a lot of people who get to that point yeah. So, what would you say right now, someone listening and watching that is either going through that and or knows somebody and they can send them this, what would you say to somebody that's at that point? I mean, first and foremost, don't give up. Mm-hmm. You have no idea the value that is placed on your life or the value of your life. You have no idea the people that will be changed. And you probably can't see any of this or like, oh, she's just talking because, you know, it, she's on this podcast. No, mm-hmm. I'm like dead serious. If your life is connected to multiple thousands of people. You could be the one person to influence the one person that influences the other person that has the cure for cancer. Mm. Or you could be the one that influences this one little kid or loves this one little kid, says one encouraging word to one little kid that grows up to be the next Congress person mm-hmm. or or the next you know massive leader, religious leader that actually has a real heart for God. Mm-hmm. And you're a life changer. We're all life changers. And you cannot, if we're life changers then there's no way that your life could mean nothing Mm. because if we're life changers that means that we have the power to change our own life let's go and so your life there's not a a price tag on it and i don't care if somebody has told you that you're not worth anything or don't buy into those lies i'm speaking life right now and i want to rebuke you know every foul like curse that has been spoken over your life right now and cast it to the ground because life has to spring up in in this moment for you listening to this word right now and if you don't hear anything that i say we are all creative beings we have the ability 
to create and recreate. We can create perpetually, meaning over and over and over again, we can create. So create for you the life that you want to have. Mm-hmm. X everybody else out. And what I found before, um, when I felt like I was like dying a little bit on the inside during covid when I was alone and I'm a vocalist and I'm a writer and all this other stuff, but I wasn't creating. When you stop creating, you begin dying. So start creating so that you can continue to do what, what God has called you to do. And if you can't see anything, if you can't, well, I don't know what to create. I don't know what you can create happiness. If Mm -hmm. if you're not as, you know, into pottery or, or the visual arts or that's fine. You can make somebody laugh. You can create laughter. Mm -hmm. You can create, you know, um, you can smile at somebody. You can create a smile and, and, you know, give somebody else that, that bump that they need for life, but don't give up because if you give up, then, I mean, dude, that's like everything. Yeah. That means that everything that you've been through from whatever point to this point was for nothing. Mm-hmm. So you can't give up because you're too much of a G for that. Yeah. So don't do Come that. On. I mean, y'all just don't know what you just heard, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, we again we want always promote on this show that you're still here. You can still go through, you know, you can still make it no matter what, whether you're going through it or not or you know somebody. These are the type of guests, this type of message and word we always want to push out. Cause we get so much, we get so inundated with the same thing. Again, I keep saying this all the time, man, and I don't think I'm ever gonna stop. But it's just the same regurgitation of motivation until you actually hear it and you feel it and see it from somebody that's actually come through, come through the thick of it and still be here. It's like that's real. Mm-hmm. That's what I needed to hear. Cause you know, Karen and Darren over there saying the <laughs> same thing they all, you know, Billy and Tommy say, but it's like nope. Not Jose, not Alondra, not Jonathan, not Laura, not Johnny Fisher. Not no. These people are real, you know. And that's what people look for. That's what I think. That's what this world is looking for. You know, that's a real word right there, man. You rebuked some things. You went straight. Mm-hmm. You went straight Bible. Rebuke it. Mm-hmm. Cast it I out. I mean, I try to be PC for the most part, but when it comes down to like life and death. It's in the power of our tongue, so I'm gonna use it to do battle when I need to. Yeah, so, what you speak. Yeah too is like careful you got to be careful and right i've learned the hard way oh yes wifey can testify like this fool need to shut up but <laughs> yeah and she never but the thing that's what's so awesome about her she's never thrown it in my face she never did that i told you get, get your dumb answer get up, get up. <laughs> i done she didn't she just picked me up mm-hmm. you know that was like god you, you know using it was god using her just for me to experience how god never does that to us right never judges us never throws it back in our face and mm-hmm. i learned that that's why I believe the turning point in my life was when she never did that prior relationships. You know, Mm -hmm. my exes would throw it in my face. We'd, you know, we'd fight, we'd argue, you know, and that's what I, yeah. Taking it twice. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) and they write it down, take a picture, you know, all that on this day. Yeah. And so, but she never did. And I feel like that's what we get here. Excuse me. Um, you know, now let's get into, man, I think we can just go off online. This would be like part, 32s and stuff. I think we have a lot to talk about because I love your story so far. It's like it's amazing. Now let's get to where we're at now. You got you got your bachelor's degree. You got your master's degree. You said you know you got the student debt. <laughs> you know we finna we finna help Ooh. you pay it off soon. Yeah, praise the yeah. Lord. I see that you can make all checks payable. <laughs> Alondra Colleen Vasquez. <laughs> Are you getting warm? I think I'm getting warm too. I'm gonna turn it. But no, but let's let's get into your um 
what do you do now for your job business? Because you have your own you have your own personal business also that helps the community. That's what we love. That's what we want to be here at the podcast and our foundation. Let's get into your career now, your professional experiences, and what you what what you got going on. So for the most part, the majority of my career has been spent working in government agencies like mm-hmm. County of Fresno, Housing Authority. Um, city of Fresno, you know, and then um, doing a lot of um, philanthropic work. Uh, I like, you know, to be able to help people to grow their businesses and dreams. And um, I started a group called the Vision Party. Um, It's a private group that I put on Facebook. But any I mean, like if you're interested, just find me on Facebook or you make a request. I don't know. Yeah. What is it called again? The Vision Party. The Vision Party. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that up in our lower third. Yeah. And I'll send you the, the info. Yeah. We'll join it, too. Memorized. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't blame you. Me too. I don't have a lot of stuff I do memorize either. So you're good. But one of the main reasons that I started it is because there are so many people out there that have dreams and goals and visions. And a, a group of my friends, like we would be talking and we'd be talking about our the book that is in us to write or the, you know, a song we want to write or, you know, all these different things. I want to start a business. I want to start a nonprofit, you know, all these things that they wanted to do. But then two, three, four, five years later, we are still talking about that same stuff yeah. and it's not manifested. I'm like, what are we doing? And so basically what the Vision Party is about is like leadership development. It's about resource, you know, connecting you to resources, helping yeah. you resource up so that you can achieve the goals that, you know, God has placed in your heart. Or if you're not a religious person, the goals that you just want to, you know, achieve before you, whatever your bucket list is, mm-hmm. right? Um, if it's, I want to do, um, start my own greeting card company, then we're going to find out how to make that happen. Right. And then also, um, the vision party really is about, because we have all these people that have all these talents, all these dreams, all these goals, all these visions. Right. And I can go and get my business license. I can start an LLC, but then why isn't it growing? Mm -hmm. Well, because there's a key component in building your own business or doing anything for that matter, that's going to, you know, um, help you reach a goal or whatever. And the key component is you. Mm. So if you, I can go and like get my business license, but if I'm not working my business, guess what? And it takes a lot to get up. I mean, there's, there's a level of grit that you have to have as an entrepreneur, as a visionary, as somebody who just wants to step out and do something that's in, in their heart to do. And so I speak to that portion that's like my niche right there is where I I don't care what your goals are I don't care what your your plans are your you know the strategies that you've laid out for yourself if you're not a whole person on the inside or believe that you can make it to that next level you just be a person running around here starting businesses and and nothing come of it you know Mm -hmm. so the vision party really is about like that encouragement is about that motivation it's about accountability it's about um you know helping people reach the next level of success within themselves. Yeah, I like that. One thing I'm getting out of this is, you know, because we've heard this saying, hurt people know how to hurt people, love people know how to love people. But I think a person that's built themselves up know how to build people. Just call me the architect. Come on. I'm about to pass out the offering basket because that was a good, I was preaching right now. My cash app will be on the bottom right here. (laughs) Cash app your boy. But that is awesome. I love that. The vision Party. party yeah now, anybody can join anybody can anybody. join okay. that's interested in and, and it's all about positivity like mm-hmm. don't 
you know, put your health and wellness products and all that stuff in there. And like, (laughs) it's about like building people up. Going, it's somewhere where you can go to get warm so you can go or get hot so you can go out and Mm -hmm. warm the world, you know, like put your your light out there. Mm -hmm. So that's what the vision party is. And then um, it's a subset of my LLC, which is Trifecta Development and Consultation Company. And that's my own LLC. Um, And what, you and I do what I do for you guys um, to help you build your business, to help you grow, you know, and flourish and find out like how we can connect you to resources yeah. and different things like that on a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also do like a pre-development consultation. So if okay. you're looking for a piece of land and you want to procure that land, then I have uh, me and a couple of my colleagues. I've got realtors. I've got brokers. Wow. Um, people that I talk to that can either help you uh, build something from the ground up, procure a piece of real estate that already has a structure on it, or um, also, um, what was the other thing? Tell me. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, leasing. Oh, if yeah, you leasing. Lease this thing. Okay. Yeah. So we can, we can wow, help, we, uh, you yeah. know help you do that type of thing so that you can either grow or scale your business. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome, man. Cause I know again, what we're getting from like our partnership right now, that's what we're learning the business part. You're giving us a lot of great pointers, a lot of your time. That's man. Like it's valuable. Your time is valuable, you know, and you know, and I, and, I, and you do that for everybody. You can do that for people that hit you up and all that. Yeah. Are you charging for all this stuff or is it just kind of um, like consultation first and then consultation first? And then we find out like what it is that you need. And then we move on from there, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then whatever. I mean, we can help anybody throughout the state of California because that's where my real my realtors are. Um, they have their license in the state of California. Um, however, I also help people navigate the governmental process to get their entitlements yeah. and business, I mean, building permits. And that language kind of translates over as long as, you, anyway. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if you're out of the state of California, then I could help you navigate your project, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as like procuring a piece of property, I can also uh, be kind of like the liaison between you and your, uh, or project manager, if you will. Yeah. I mean, again, we're definitely, that's why. We're partnering with you because I know with our foundation, you know, more info, like information is all that's coming soon, but we're in the building part of it. But again, I get so much. I, I, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I really do, especially with this, this, this vision, and this dream that we've had for this foundation and, you know, talking to you and seeing what you're doing and know how you, you know what you're doing, you know, and I love that about you. I love your experience. I love your, your knowledge in that, you know, cause again, you're helping people, you're helping people that want to have, that have a vision, you know, that like, let's build, let's build it, you mm-hmm. know, cause again, I see all that. That's great. But I see the person that went through out to be, went through all that to be this, you know, it's like, we wonder, God, did you make us or let us go through that to be this? Can I just be this already? You know, what do I? Wasn't a better path. Yeah, Yeah, come on, you know, it's like everyone probably is saying, yeah, it was, but you wouldn't listen. (laughs) I love you, but you're gonna learn. You gonna learn today. Just like the the Israelites, Mm -hmm. I had to take you all around the way to get you to man. Yes. Yeah, and and that. Yeah, that's some good, that's some love right there, man, to be waiting 40 years of nonsense. All right, now, yeah, you guys are ready, let's go. Oh, you done? Oh, are you yeah. done? Okay, yeah. Let, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, come that's on. crazy. Yeah, so real. I love that, you know, and so, 
again, how can people like get a hold of you? How can anybody? Because do you have like Facebook, Instagram pages for your business, for your uh, personal, your business LLC, and all that? Or I've usually been going by word of mouth. I probably should have those. <laughs> <laughs> so social um, media TBD. However, I uh -huh. do have. You can reach me at Alondra. That's A L O N D R A at trifecta dcc dot com. Okay. Or you can call me at five five nine six eight one nine four nine one. Okay. Nice. Let me make sure that's the right number. <laughs> <laughs> well, in doing that, I, I like that because we'll have all your information in the description below, you know, because I want to make sure you get out there, you know, because I know a lot of, I know personally, I know a lot of individuals that have businesses that want to take it to the next level that are looking for, um, is it the right number? That was the right okay, number. Okay, yeah. I, I am right. That was I, a win, you know. Gotcha. You, that's you know. I, yeah, I had known. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, again, I know a lot of people that, you know, need a start. Mm -hmm. They want to start, but they don't know where to start, you know. Right. Y'all listening and watching, man, hit this queen up because, you know, the encouragement you'll get to know that your business will be successful, your foundation or whatever you have, just build something, you know, it'll be successful because of her experience, you know, and her knowledge and her, really her training. You went through school for all this, so it's not like you just... I'm going to do this. You know what? That's going to happen. Let's start doing open heart surgery. Ooh. We don't need school. No, I mean, yeah. That's, chop your heart out. Give you a cow heart. You know? Imagine the money you'll save. <laughs> Imagine right now. Hit us up. You know, <laughs> me and Laundry starting a new business. <laughs> it's called the heart repair. Ooh, Look repair your heart Ooh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Your heart. <laughs> trying to channel my inner TD Jake's voice. Get ready, get ready. Get ready. <sighs> Hallelujah. Glory. The Lord. <laughs> A little more rumble. Give me more rumble. rumble. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I'm not blessed with that glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> In the beginning. And yeah, man. That boy got a voice, man. That boy will shake. You always know when TD is talking. Yeah, shake your soul. That you part. know? Yeah. It's like, like, huh? And I'm like, speak on it, Batman. Right. You know, <laughs> got that deep voice. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, all right, let's be back to Jesus. You know. <laughs> now I want to do a Batman impersonation. Go ahead. Come on. Let's move on. Move on. Yeah, BTS scenes coming soon, man. Um, now let's get into. I wanted. I just want to get to know you more. You know, I mean, big. I mean, by the time this thing airs and you know goes live, you know. We were talking about something before we started rolling. We were talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Oh, you know, and I brought up a certain topic. It's not so much about it, but I just feel like, because I told you, I watched Charlemagne the God. I watched Brilliant Idiots. I watched Breakfast Club. I watch. I love all those podcasts, those shows, you know, but they had a guest on talking about, you know, I want to get, I want to hear your perspective on it, you know, because she was really, she was really heavy on uh, like the black community, black, you know, black on black. Why is it, you know, how come my black men are supporting the black women? Is it really about all that? Is it like, are they making it too big than what it was? Cause Will Smith being a black man slapped another black man. It's like, you know, is it really about all that? Is it really like, do you think, is it that deep from your like personal opinion and perspective? Mm -hmm. Not to me. I mean, to me, it's like we have everybody in every race and culture can say that there's, you know, people in the same race and culture that pull the same race and culture down. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to get people to support each other and different things like that. Now we can go back to, there is, I can't completely ignore the fact that, 
you know, um, African-American people have preyed on each other before. Yeah. But we were also taught to do that back on the plantation. Mm. So there was the, you know, the, the good Negroes and, and the bad Negroes, you know, and then there were also the light skin Negroes and which were usually people who had been born to their masters or whatever. And then there are, you know, the more dark and you'll hear people say slave Negroes. I'm Mm going to use Negro and not the other word. Yeah. Um, But you know, there we've been taught to not just hate each other because they wanted us divided so that we wouldn't band together and leave. Right. Or band together and rebel. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then we also, uh, they kept us divided um, and separated us as a means of uh, mental control. And they they would put images back at us of ourselves, but like exaggerated to make us hate ourselves. Wow. So I don't think that the the slap <laughs> is what we'll call Heard it. Heard around the world. I, <laughs> I don't believe that the slap had anything to do with Will Smith hating, you know, uh, Chris Rock because he was, you know, doing his thing. I think he was offended because of the joke and just decided this is how I'm going to handle that offense. Yeah. I'm going to get up. I'm going to slap the crap out of him on live television, yeah. which I don't know about that being the wisest thing to do. And I don't, I'm not necessarily saying, like, I think it could have been handled better. But at the end of the day, I don't think that was a, uh, like an image or an acting out or a manifestation of, you know, black people oppressing other black people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it was not that situation. Yeah. Now, does it happen? Absolutely. Yeah. But in that situation, I don't think that that correlated with Mm -hmm. what I I I think that was a little bit of a reach. Yeah. I know. I know. I've heard, man, we've heard every single, everyone's talking about it. It's like the thing to talk about, you know, and it's like, they're saying Chris Rock made fun of Jada Pinkett and alopecia. And they're saying he didn't know what Chris Rock's from what I heard. I don't want to say like, I it's true or not, but I'm just saying based on what I've heard, he didn't know just, Hey, GI Jane too. Can't wait. You know, everyone's like, it's, it wasn't a festive joke. It was. And there's a lot of people that support Chris Rock, support Will Smith. And it's like, but this one, and I got to remember, I got to find her name. Um, and I'll even I'll even put that show on the you know on their description below. Um, but she made it about is like it was like you know they're not they're suppressing the black woman voice. You know they're not letting her speak on. They're not, and it got real deep that way. You know, and it's like I was, I don't see it that way. It's like I see it as it was it was innocent joke, and it just seems like it always has to go back to race. It always has to. Go. It was just a comedian making fun of, not even making fun of. Hey, GIJ and two can't wait. Right, you but, know. and that was that was the joke, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know, he's made jokes about them before, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know what the backstory was if Chris Rock knew about the alopecia yeah. issue or whatever. He's, I heard he didn't know. And, yeah, well, if he didn't, I mean, that would explain the joke. I think if he did, he probably would have been like, "Hey, yo, I'm not saying yeah. this because she's really upset about this mm-hmm. particular topic." Right? Yeah. Um, and it was like, and about suppressing her voice, it's Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Good luck. On. I'm like, she has red table. That's what I was to say. Her voice is out there. Yeah. So she, and she's been speaking up. So mm-hmm. in, with, on whatever topic she chooses to speak on. Yeah. So Entanglement, I don't. Huh? <laughs> 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 I mean, cause we, we haven't had time to talk, you know, about this, you know, I want like the way we want to start pushing the show is like, 
something happened big, we're going to shoot and talk about it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. to, to finally talk about it now. And it's like, one thing I want the show to be so diverse. I want Still Here Podcast to have a woman's voice, you know, white, black, brown, every, just have a voice. Provide a platform where anybody can talk about anything, be real about it. You know, one, obviously not disrespect each other, but really find an understanding. Mm-hmm. Let's find a middle. Let's find, let's go back yeah, to the common ground, common ground, commonality. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? We'll go, we'll go get a Starbucks after and just go chill. Right. You know, we don't live in that world no more. It's like one no. side wants to be right and the other yeah. side wrong and vice versa. And then they want to kill each other. Over yeah. It. And I'm like, there are better ways to die and better things to die for mm-hmm. than my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm hurt you physically because you don't vote the way I vote. Yeah, that's insane to me. That's like, sketchy. That's scary. That yeah. is. Mm-hmm. That is. It's a different world, like you said. And and there are so many. Like, okay, let's let's go back and blast of the past to the Popeyes chicken sandwich craze. Yeah, it was literally a craze. These people were losing their mind over a four dollar chicken sandwich. <laughs> <For> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> Speak on it. I'm like, Come I saw on. a meme and it said, Jesus, can you please do for me what you did for Popeye's? Yeah, I saw <laughs> like, that one too. I mean, I don't want nobody killing nobody. But <laughs> yeah, come can on. I get that type of like trend? Like, come I mean, on. it was a chicken sandwich and yeah. a dude lost his life. He mm-hmm. was stabbed to death. Somebody else, they were running into people's cars. Like, and this was before COVID. Yeah. So, so humanity's been crazy for a minute. So I just don't understand, like, why the extremes? Where mm-hmm. is the, where the balances? Yeah, like let's let's get back in touch with reality. Mm-hmm. And yes, race is important. Um, culture is important. All of it is beautiful. Um, and if if somebody if one group of people is being held down, then it's our everybody's responsibility to help uplift them, I right? Agree. As as the human race, mm-hmm. right? And people also want to say, well, I don't see color. And I think that that's kind of I I just don't personally agree with that standpoint because I obviously notice yeah that you're a lighter shade of brown than me you mm-hmm. know and I obviously notice that she's even lighter it's like you <laughs> she know, white like, <laughs> but it's like I obvious I'm looking at you and to discount my ethnicity and who I am I mean, that's part of who I am yeah. I can't change it I can't wake up in the morning and wash it off. This yep. hair, I don't care what you do to it, <laughs> it's still going to be nappy. Like, I can get a perm, but it's going to grow out nappy. Uh-huh. And, and and get this, some people are like, oh, your hair ain't nappy. That's me. That's 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 a, a negative connotation. No, nappy hair is beautiful. Yeah. What you mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, my hair is gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know on. what you're talking about. You better ask somebody. <laughs> yeah, um, or you better go somewhere with that. Get familiar. Right. Yeah. And we need to learn to embrace who we are. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're Latin. I don't care if you're um, Native American, Asian, whatever. God made us different for a reason. Yeah. And all of us have a soul. And if you cut us all open, we've all heard this. What? We got all the same type of organs. Yep. We got, you know, everybody bleeds the same color. Yep. Um, if you don't, keep that to yourself because yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I don't think the world will be ready. I'm not ready for that. Why is know? it green? Like, it's like, wait. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. That's a deal breaker for me. There, um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was about to go off. It's like, we are, we're, when we get to heaven, we're not all going to be do- doing mm. it. Like, we're all going to be different. Mm-hmm. We were meant to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, God is not just one dimensional. Yeah. He's multi dimensional. He's yeah. 
he loves all of us and says that we are fearfully yeah. and wonderfully made. Come on. We are beautiful in the Lord's sight. We, us, his, mm. his beloved children. For reach on And it. he wasn't just saying, all y'all black people, I love y'all. <laughs> yeah. The rest of y'all though, you know, it's you, like, you'll come after. It. <laughs> right. It's like, but we're all loved yeah. we, and we can, and we all get to choose. We can yeah. all choose to whether we're going to love people or not. And my thing is, if you're a jerk, don't expect me to love you. Come on. I mean, I will from afar and in Jesus' name. Yeah. But I am not built for a jerk like energy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that is so real. <laughs> like it's like I'm like I'm taught in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. to love I have you. To love you. But however, Jose flesh don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. Alondra flesh, you know, sin us the sinny sin is like don't get it twisted. I handle I, you. It's just like don't let these nails fool you, bro. <laughs> Mm -mm, it's mm -mm, like or the mm -mm. degree or the fancy Just take it off technical language yeah like i Hood's i still, still have there. to pray y'all yeah. like don't west side friends are still like, there come I'll on i'll be like you i'm a big lord of the rings fan same here hey, so i'll be like don't tip me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes and sometimes i have to talk to myself when my flesh start being like oh we about to ride yeah. i'll be like you shall not pass. Yeah. I will beat your no. <laughs> That is so funny. Well, yeah, here's the, here's the thing, and <laughs> these are my conversations. I, I have a lot of personal buddies of mine, and they don't want to jump on the show. And it's not like, ooh, I, I got a black woman on the show. Let's talk about race. It's like, no, mm -hmm. I want to have a conversation. I want to talk about your beautiful experiences and your opinion because I really want your opinion out. I really believe you have something to say because I, I heard it in all these zoom meetings we've had. It's like, man, this, this girl needs to be out there. This girl needs to, she needs to speak on it. Cause you are. And it's like, even so far, 56 minutes into the pod, it's like, you've been speaking nothing but life and to speak from an experience and to speak from, you know, being a black woman, being someone, a business owner, you know, a hard worker, successful. It's like, man, we need to keep, we need those voices out there. We have so many wrong voices out there. So many wrong voices. I'm not saying that they don't have a right because I never want to take people's right to speak, mm -hmm. whether I agree with them or not. Mm -hmm. But we need the right voices out there, you know, because it's that's and, what's and killing our society. To that point, like, let them speak and then... Let people who are, well, I guess I'm not going to say more agreeable to us, but like let other people speak, let everybody speak. Mm -hmm. And then you get to choose what you are going to adhere to yeah. and ask on whoever's speaking, whatever you're drawn toward, that's because that's where your moral compass is yeah, taking you. That's where, So if your moral compass takes you over to somebody who's racism, I mean, by all means, go on over there, but don't come over here, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, vice versa. If you're one of those people whose moral compass is pointed more toward love and positivity, then you're going to be drawn to that kind of yeah. thing. So I think that some of the following that some people who, thrive off of that negativity i think that you just got to check your heart like where yeah. are you at because when is it ever okay to subjugate somebody else for your own personal gain that's why real. would you think of yourself that highly mm -hmm, why that's... would you measure me against something mm -hmm. as menial as yourself mm -hmm. so man, y'all don't even know we're gonna take offering part two <laughs> alondra man that is so true you know i heard this one quote or this one guy I had said a while back, you know, especially like the member of the Westboro Baptist Church and all them crazy people. It's like that was scary. 
As much as <laughs> I cannot stand and dis and I disagree with what they say, all this God hates whatever, God whatever. It's like that's their right, mm-hmm. and who am I to take that from them? But again, I there once people start setting a precedence is when it gets scary. Yeah. You know that's why the other side of the coin with Will Smith smack Chris Rock. It's like so Chris Rock doesn't have that right to make a joke. You know, so every comedian or anybody, you know, has to worry about what they say. Is is Will taking his personal or his free speech away, even if it, it is against that? You know, and again, and there there are so many levels to that. It's like mm-hmm. to me, that's that's what's scary. You know, and I think it was just a failed moment. It was. Um, I don't. I don't know that. I mean, I wouldn't. If I was offended by something that somebody said about someone I cared about, and I saw that it visibly affected them. You know, I just holler at them later, later yeah. like, dude, why would you, you yeah. know, or or get up and walk out or yeah. something like that, you know, but on national TV, and this is just me talking, I'm not going to document violence against anybody if yeah. I'm doing it and then end up in jail. Jail wasn't cool before COVID. It's yeah. COVID now, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? That's and so true. I'm not going to put myself on camera. Like, that was just, like, they documented the whole thing. He clearly didn't think he was going to get slapped. Yeah. And it was just like, wow, mm-hmm. that's that's how we doing it these days. We got to stop being so impulsive because yeah. it was impulsivity that um, caused, who is it, uh, Cain to kill Abel. Yeah. Mm, bring it back full circle. So, and then they got a whole show about people being impulsive in their emotions. It's mm-hmm. called Snapped, y'all. Yeah, I remember Those that show. Those are not good outcomes. Yeah. So let's let's be a little bit more disciplined in that. You know, and I think when it comes down to it, that's, that's self-care, that's self-awareness. Yeah. That's you. You know, again, we live in a world, and I've said this before, um, it's like social media has ruined people because they think it's all our business now. Mm-hmm. You know, what you post and what people see in news, it's like, it's none of your business. You know, mind your business. And then when you mind your business, life's good. You know, I believe social media was created to be fun. You know, what you're eating, Slurpees, whatever. You know, that's my personal belief. Is it everybody else's? Probably not. Is it some? Maybe. You know, but social media has it to where it, you put, they put people on blast. Well, it's become a form of news now. Yep. And and my thing is, I, I mean, we're just being more um, exposed, yeah. you know, and, it's really and, and I get it. You know, um, I think some people use it to do, you know, people who are spreading lies and hatred and stuff like that. I mean, it shouldn't be used as that type of medium, mm-hmm. but... Um, people do it yeah but i'm like at the end of the day you get to choose and whatever is streaming they have these algorithms as to things that you might like if you're seeing a bunch of crazy stuff on there quit watching it y'all Ooh, come on don't like it because they're thought oh they like it i'm gonna send them more yeah you can't complain that's real (laughs) i'm guilty of that what you're saying well there's i know because i told my wife it's funny because we've been having these conversations about and i do believe like right now i guarantee we turn it on we're gonna talk we're gonna see certain topics Mm -hmm. because i know they be listening right one time i mentioned i want to say it was some food place because it's always some food place with me (laughs) (laughs) and then i was like oh let me go on my phone and i was looking through something and all the ads came up was that food place Mm -hmm. i said now that's creepy that is that's yeah. concerning. <laughs> that is because we our topics have been what men struggle with the pornography, the mm-hmm. women, and all that. And that's all I see in my my for you page on my TikTok, especially TikTok. You know, and I like my wife knows I can go to my TikTok and I block. Every, I have maybe two three hundred accounts blocked, and it's just women flaunting their stuff, mm-hmm. and it's we're so inundated with that. And so, mm-hmm. 
Again, it's again. I know it's what that, but you're right. It's what people like. It's what they do. Yep. You know. Again, once you I, look something up, mm-hmm. guaranteed you're about to see a whole bunch of that. Well, social media again, as you said, it, it exposes people for who they are. That's true. It really has. You know, the inner. You know, like people like say people don't know what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But social media from your phone has made you, has has put you out there like that. People know. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, shoot, because you can see some like, oh, they like that or they like mm-hmm. this, you know, especially on Twitter. Yep, it'll yeah. even ask you, oh, we noticed that you like so-and-so. We think that you might like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And because I do a lot of animals and like kittens. <laughs> and crap. I got, I don't know how many cat groups I belong to now or like dog groups. I was like, this is getting scary. Is this, is this your future? <laughs> Have you been to the Cat House on the Kings? Oh, yeah, in the hills? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, like, uh, Kings River? Yeah. Her grandparents live like two houses down. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. That level of white. <laughs> I'm not about to go there. That white, that white. But no, but <laughs> my wife's like, I'm what the like, heck? I, yeah. yeah that, she had a lot of cats. I mean, if you're cat queen, we need to go. I, I don't I don't need that type of energy. In no, it's a lot of cats. Because <laughs> I'll be like, ooh, it's a kid. I'm taking Come here, all of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, and you're so right. And I love to hear your opinion on that. I mean, because you had a lot to say, you know, again, on our meetings and stuff. And I was like, this, this man, this lady knows what she's talking about. We need to have her on because the world needs to know about Alondra. Because, oh, my gosh, because from your testimony, from your experiences now, from your education, from your businesses and what you're doing and, you know, your art, your creativity and what you're diving into now that's beautiful i really am super excited for our partnership i'm super excited for what you're doing your family sounds amazing oh you got you know. them they're all so loud you know i mean if, if <laughs> your energy manage imagine their energy all you guys together that's gonna be awesome oh it's yeah we gotta invite you over because it's it's actually <sighs> entertainment it's like i invite people over for food let's and go then there's a show because there's so <laughs> many kids that, let's go with so many different personalities We're even so the animals d- participate <laughs> <laughs> you're all line up you guys line up you know let's do so <laughs> okay our evening showing starts at six <laughs> tickets and admissions right. you know Sometimes my kids really do get together and they'll play like just a beat and then we'll all freestyle together and oh all do, yeah we do stuff like that and That's then we cool. always eat it's always food how do you like how do you manage like the family first part of it you know especially you know just because you would get so busy now that covid may or may not be gone but you know there's a war and all mm-hmm. of a sudden all that other stuff mm-hmm. how do you guys manage like family first like you said like you said you guys have you know, shows, you guys have fun, make a beat, and you guys do mm-hmm. something. How do you guys? We just, um, I, I intentionally, even if we're not all together, I intentionally send, like, encouraging text messages to, we have a family group uh, mm. thread in our text. So I'm reaching out to each, um, to everybody as a whole. But then I know that it's really important. Well, for me, it was really important that people not just constantly sent me into a blast and say, oh, yeah, I love you. <laughs> have a good day, you know, yeah. to everybody. But that there's a personal message to each one. And so I'll like make it my business to text, hey cutie, or hey, love yeah. you, or hey cutie booty, because I say that all the time too. But, <laughs> um, you know, and, and so I, I, I do it, it's an intentional thing. And it wasn't something I did always. Mm-hmm. It was something that I just picked up because I'm like, they need me and I'm one person, but at least seven people are pulling on me. Yeah. And then the community and whatever other priorities I have. And then I can't negate myself, you know? I mean, we talked so, about, let's get into that. That part. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah. Self-care. Mm-hmm. Like you said, because I remember you said, you know, I just, I go out to eat myself. I went 
Where'd you go? He I went said to Texas the- Roadhouse. I'm gonna do a plug for Texas Roadhouse. Plug I it. hope you guys get the one in Fresno. Oh my God. I had first of all, sorry kids, I didn't take y'all, but I needed some time. <laughs> Yo, uh, sorry, not sorry. I'm at, <laughs> I had a ribeye with a grilled shrimp. Oh we my gosh. Go. They cooked that steak so right. And it's like flavorful. And they had those yeast rolls, like my it smelled like my grandma's rolls and Aww. tasted like them. Ugh. And the stream beans is like, hey, black people, check this out. They stream beans is on point. I'm like, yes. they don't need none of them dry stream beans that you got to sprinkle salt and pepper Come on. on. Like, yeah. Nah, they got bacon in them joints. Like, and onions Step like that. Step it up. Man, I went there. I was like, that was the best me date I had ever had. And mm-hmm. I don't do those as often as I should. But that day just was like, I don't want to go back to the house. I just need to be. It's a beautiful day. I need to. I need to unplug. I need to yeah. decompress. And sure enough, treated myself to a steak dinner. And oh, what a wonderful! It was a wonderful experience. And the atmosphere and ambiance is good. It's Love Texas it. Roadhouse Shout over out. there on Shaw. And what is that? Valentine. Shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaw and Valentine. Go there, Yo. y'all. It's fire. So, <laughs> when you say self care, how important is that? You know, especially for the busy individual, busy mom, busy parent. Just busy student, busy anybody. Mm-hmm. Self-care, how important is that? Well, it's more important now than it's ever been. How so? Because we've got so many competing priorities. Mm-hmm. We're constantly plugged in. We are constantly in, inundated with information. We are always listening to something. Like mm-hmm. there's never a time when... It's very rare that you see somebody just sitting and just being. Yeah. You know, and yesterday I took the opportunity to do that. I wasn't listening to music. I wasn't listening to a preacher. I wasn't, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, we Christians, we'd be like, oh, but it's it's, it's worship music. Yeah. I should be able but sometimes God wants you to just sit there. Sometimes your brain, how about this? Let's not even make it spiritual. Sometimes your brain needs just a break. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Don't watch TV. Don't listen to music. Just sit and just be. Mm. And we don't do that. And we don't understand how much strain we're putting on our senses when we don't. So we've got you know, COVID that we're trying to get through. Then we've got now, you know, the war in Ukraine. And we're watching all these graphic images, people suffering, Mm -hmm. people, you know, going through. Then we've got, you know, the political things that are going on here. Mm -hmm. Then we've got gas prices. Man, look, gas prices alone. (laughs) I'm like, look, y'all, I want a horse and buggy. Who's selling (laughs) a horse and buggy? Because hay and alfalfa have to be cheaper than gas right now. It is true. Right? I guarantee (laughs) you. I guarantee you. And I've always wanted a horse, so let's go, right? Let's go. It's going to be a win. Give me an hour to get there. (laughs) Just galloping, nigga, (laughs) along I think I can only afford one horse, but we don't see. You see how Yo, many horsepower we can get. <laughs> one horse. No one horse. One horsepower. <laughs> one horse. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but it's like we have so many things. Take those opportunities to laugh. Take those opportunities to not be around your kids all the time. Y'all parents yeah. um, and even spouses. Sometimes you need that space. You need to be intentional with it. You need yeah. to schedule it. I have to put it on my calendar because yesterday it got to the point where I had to take the time. It wasn't an option. I had, I needed it because it was just too much. Yeah. I had sensory overload going off everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what does that, ha- what happens if you just continuously are plugged in? Eventually it impacts your sleep. Did y'all mm-hmm. know that going without sleep is worse than going without food or water? I've because noticed that. I've experienced that. That is your body's time to regenerate. Mm-hmm. What does regeneration mean? It means to heal itself. Yeah. 
So you gotta, you have to make yourself a priority. And I know for moms specifically, it's really difficult because we're nurturing people and we just have to take care of everything. And, oh, but we got to hold it down. Oh, but we got to do this and that, especially I'm not, I mean, there's, there's a lot. And then men, because if anybody is like my husband, he works, I mean, like a slave. I'm going to say it. He works like a slave. <laughs> say it. I'm, 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 not, I'm not offended. <laughs> I was like, did you, dude, did you, you just, okay. And so sometimes it's so bad. Sometimes I tell him, hey, yo, tell your other woman. Tell your side chick. <laughs> tell that side piece. I'm talking about his job, y'all. Yeah. Not no physical person. Yeah. <laughs> tell your side chick that you have a family and that you need to come home. Yeah. Right? But he just is, you know, and sometimes you just need, he gets one day off a week. Wow. And I, I try to make sure that he's unplugging, but he'll just keep working. I'm like, yo, yeah. sit down, right? But we have to take care of ourselves because you'll break down. Your body will demand that time and will mm -hmm. demand you pay attention. Yeah. But usually that comes in a form of a breakdown or some other painful situation. Yeah. So let's just be good stewards over our bodies and over our minds and over our emotions That's true. and be intentional. Take 15, 20 minutes and just sit. Mm -hmm. Unplug. Go for a walk. Look at some trees. <laughs> Like we, I've been incarcerated in my house since COVID. <laughs> I had to like, I'm going to start walking. Like yeah. I, I'm doing irrational stuff. Like I'm like, you know what? Ain't ever painted like that. I mean, in the elementary school. Yeah. I'm going to just start painting. And then I started painting and it, it turned out good. Like what the heck? <laughs> like, you know, we have to find ways because yes. your body will respond. And get this, when you take care of yourself, your body responds to that too. Mm. So all y'all people that's putting on that COVID coat, the COVID Right there. Yep, yeah, yep. let's not even talk. But it'll <laughs> it'll start to melt away. Mm -hmm. Any any tension in your body that you're holding in your body, that'll start to ease. Nice. And you in your experience, you're starting to see you're a product of like, you know what, I'm self-care. You're starting to see the impact like of the self-care and take, making time for you, right? Yep. Now when I go to the car wash and they see me, they, they're like, usually they're like, oh, hey. And yesterday they said, oh, you cute. Ooh. I said, why? Yes. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I actually got sleep. <laughs> yes. I'm taking a day. Yeah. Taking like, a day for me. <laughs> right. You know. And I wasn't even trying to be cute. I was like, look at that's God. next level right that's, there. Hey. When you're not even trying, you like, and they see it. That's next level. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that's thank real. You. That is so awesome. You're right because I think we. One thing me and my wife, because me and her are with each other, like we're with each other every week, every seven days a week. Mm -hmm. We go to work together. We'll do this together. We're here at home. If she's not doing mom duties, I'm in here. But if I need her, she'll come here and help me. But she's doing this right now. And but when we go out, we leave the kids home. Mm -hmm. We don't. Hey, they're expensive. Hey, man, let's. <laughs> that could be a whole other podcast because I, I just am like, hey, yo, like. I got the United Negro College Fund at my house. <laughs> if y'all want to donate. <laughs> a laundry cash app right them, here. Them Negroes is expensive. Yeah, I'm my like, kids, they have expensive tastes. Yeah, They love what we love. Like, and I don't like, that's our fault. I think oh, as parents, we failed our kids to only love sushi. No, look. Like real sand. driving like, down the street before my good job. Mm -hmm. I said, where y'all want to have lunch? One kid said Burger King. The other kid said Wendy's. My one in the back, that's always the one. And Jade, you know I'm talking about you, girl. She goes, can we go to Red Lobster? I oh. said, I'm on Red. I was like, Red Lobster? I was like, what are you Like that. Dude, we went there like maybe twice in your lifetime. Why are you talking about Red Lobster? The like rolls. we go there all the time. I said, you chill. Yeah. Chill. 
So what? Who said McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going there. Yo, income tax is next year, so we'll go then. <laughs> I told somebody that yesterday. I said I might take my kids to Texas Roadhouse. It'll probably be during taxes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so true because I, I get I grew up that way too, man. It was like my 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 dad. I knew when my dad got income tax and paid his win. You can tell if we if we popping bottles, oh, it's once it's, a year. <laughs> you know, my dad. You know, I'm so, telling you, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Tax it is for some. For some, God bless you all who yeah. got to pay. Yeah, that's real. But I know what me and my wife we definitely take time. You know, and like one of the things. We had on our good friend of ours, Andrea and Chris Wilson on, and they're business partners. They're a couple, you know, and they do a lot of stuff together. Our friend Daniel and Sarah, they're a couple that have a business together, so they're with each other every day. We have that, and the question was asked, my wife and Sarah was like, how do couples ask, hey, how was your day when you're with them every day? You know, how do you, you know, how do you relate to your spouse when you work with them every day or if you're with them every day? You know, so that's kind of really where we're at, but... I don't know. Like when you say self care, self care, yes, because she knows I go out with my buddies. We we'll go hang out, mm-hmm. you know. And I know she makes time for herself. Mm-hmm. She'll just lay there you on don't the have couch. Buddies, Laura? Huh? Nope. I have one. She's in. She's in Hanford, though. We gonna fix that. Yeah, <laughs> fix it. She needs some friends. We, she left Selma. So Selma. So Selma don't. If you stay in Selma, you're in that bubble of Selma. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just. I, I you, think Laura. my whole. Um, marriage life and then because i was became a mom and a wife at the same time Mm. so my focus was just in home Mm -hmm. so now that the kids are older like i don't have to change diapers feed them i don't have to prepare caleb's i just have to have food in the house and and they'll find it Mm -hmm. you know but now (laughs) (laughs) what are they rats (laughs) they'll find it you know i don't have to i don't have to feed it to them you know (laughs) but i think just the past two years it's like oh i don't have to do as much Mm -hmm. you know i i still gotta do laundry basic stuff like that but like um taking like man i don't have a wardrobe (laughs) oh or it's like i've grown you know so i think i need to do a better job at that Mm -hmm. Cause I don't get my nails done. I don't mm-hmm. get my feet done. You know, I don't very rarely do my, I do my own hair. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm she's like, I like, could tell. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, that's, that, I'm that, like, that's me. Yeah. Where do I need to take care of myself? Yeah. I, I think the last two years is like, okay, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, well, one thing you need to do also is rediscover yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause from the transition from being mommy to come into the point where now you've got like more free time and you're just like, well, shoot, what I, I got some time. And you don't know what you're going to do. Well, yeah. that means that you need to rediscover yourself. My yeah. husband's the same way. And I'm like, well, what do you like? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite this? He, and he's, like, oh, oh, yeah. you know, but it's like rediscover yourself, find out what you like. Yeah. I mean, one thing I know, I don't want to speak for it, but from my experience, man, when I had COVID and I knew I was going to die or I felt like it, a lot of our viewers and supporters know this story. The second time I went back in, I just had this feeling I wasn't coming back out, mm-hmm. you know, and I sat all my family, it's three in the morning, I sat them all down, apologized to each and every one, walking on eggshells, you know, me making you guys feel like, is dad in the mood? Is dad like this? Is dad this? Put an expectation on you guys. And I told my wife, I'm like, look, I've, I've failed you. I've let you down to not let you be you. You know, you be the mother you are, but be Laura. Who is Laura? You know, it's like, 
And I told her, if I die, sell all this, remarry. Find someone better. Because I know I didn't, treat you, I didn't treat you right growing up in the beginning of our marriage. And just for me to finally realize that these past four or five years, maybe it's too late. But this, these were my thoughts because mm -hmm. I like, I'm, I'm dying, man. I'm, I'm not coming back, you know. And so since then, I've noticed she's starting to take her time, her being her, you know. But, but it's always me and her. Mm -hmm. You know, I know it's very yeah. sensitive for her right now because, again, she wasn't taught this. She wasn't like her family. Her parents didn't teach her to know her value, self-worth, and all that. Uh, yeah, same. And, it wasn't like they were bad people or they're just there. You know, I think they were over churched people. Well, that and that wasn't what we did. Yeah. And then if you were in church, oh, you're going home. What you mean? You're yeah. Home. Yeah. Well, well they I'm were tired. over. Well, they were. We were over churched. Yeah. And so everyone thinks it's about the ministry. But yet, what about home? What about you? We didn't know when we left. We left the church in Selma. We didn't know how to interact with other people. Mm -hmm. We didn't. And so and that's kind of where she's at, you know. So now that we're in this business together. And she's a part of the show. She's starting to interact with a lot more people. And she's starting to get, you know, like you said, oh, yeah. girl, I got That's you. She I'm needs that. No, seriously, we'll go because we'll yeah. be awkward together. I'm awkward as <laughs> heck. <laughs> I'm like, some of the stuff my kids be like, mom. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so funny when they get older, I guarantee they're going to be like, nah, we had a cool mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to know. Like My kids now, they know me because I twerk in front of my kids. I have fun. <laughs> Like I got, I got out the, the car. So I got out the car one time, and the song was hyphy. I was feeling some kind of way. <laughs> I started doing that in traffic. And my kids were dying. They, oh the kids are gonna gosh. like. They love how crazy I can get. You know, I'm just you know, because again, when I met her parents, they were my age, 38, 39, 40. Uh -huh. You know, and I'm 40, and well, technically next week I'm gonna be 41. You know, because it's April 22nd, but um. I don't know. I don't see myself as an old person as 41. I'm not. I still act like I'm 20, you know, because I mess around. I have fun. Yeah. Being old is a perception. Yeah. It's a state of mind. Uh-huh. So even my grandfather, my grandfather used to do weird stuff. He'd pinch us with his toes just to get a kick out of it. That's yeah. Jose. <laughs> I do that. I, like, I still do that. Why? That's Jose. It would feel like a fire. Like, how were your toes that strong? <laughs> Cracking That's walnuts. That's why I ask him. Like, how do you do that? I try. I cannot do it. Me neither. I can pick stuff up. Like, if I drop a pin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. But I crack but walnuts with these jaws right here. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, he do that. He was so playful. One time, I walked in on him, and he, my, um, his aunt, my great aunt, she was blind, and so he was taking care of her, right? And she was fussing at him about something about the oh, cause she got a spoon. He gave her a spoon. It was little, and she was like, Aww. "Why are you giving me that spoon, James? Get this, you know." And so he was like. Looking like, you know, like annoyed. And he grabbed this big old spoon. I mean, the spoon was like this big. And I looked and said, Papa. And he put it back and he was like, he grabbed her a bigger spoon, a normal <laughs> one, and gave it to her. I walk out the kitchen. I come back and he's got this, you know, those little Mexican popsicles? Yeah. It was a strawberry one. He has it in front of her face and she's sitting at the table. He said, You can't see this. You can't see this. And she's blind, right? I'm, like, she's really blind. And she was like, quit playing, James. Give me the, give me the popsicle. And I walked in. I said, oh, and he gave it to her real quick. I said, Dang. Oh, I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wild. My grandfather was old, but he was, I mean, old to us because we knew him as Papa. You know? Yeah. But he was playful to the bitter to the, end. To the day. Yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> 
All jokes. All yeah, fun. same. That's how I am with our kids and all of us. We do. We we play around. It's like they my kids trip out. They like really trip out. And it's funny when I met my in laws, they were my age. They were just old. It's like man, y'all growing old too fast. You know, man, don't be old. And I'm 40. It's like, be, man, I don't know. Tangent okay. over, but go ahead. So, Jose said he, was, he brought up his twerking. Oh, right? Yes. <laughs> we right. Well, what? Well, because remember Kaylani? Oh, yeah. She got really excited. She was dancing, you know, and then she started twerking. And Jose was like, what are you what? doing? Like, and she's like, you do it, Dad. I learned it from you. I know, yeah. <laughs> But it was weird, like, we're like, I was like, because she, we were, it was a Christmas, and we were dancing, you know, we're all messing around, having a good time, setting up the tree, and Kehlani was dancing, I was like, ooh, get it, girl, next level, get it, and she was like, and she started going, I was like, wait, 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 yo, slow down, you're skipping levels, you're skipping yeah, levels, it's like what Chris Rock says, man, my whole goal in life as a father is to keep my daughters off the pole, you hey. know, that's Chris Rock, like, that's a real goal, though, that is, right? and so, but, she, she, man, no, heck no. But yeah, it was so funny. You know, we're at it. I'm at a, I'm at a point, I'm at a point in my life as a parent, as a father, because I've, I slip, I cuss, I get, you know, especially mm -hmm. when I'm driving, you know, especially being out of church too. And God we're getting back into church, you know, you know, God's good. But, um, like I let my kids make those mistakes. If my kids mm -hmm. cuss, they learned it from me. So why am I going to be a hypocrite and be mad at them? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like my daughter saw me twerking. She's like, well, I know she's practicing in her room. Because <laughs> other daughters like dad, Lily or Kilani twerks and she practices. And <laughs> I just roll my eyes. But it's like. So my kids do the same. Mm -hmm. But I have one that's getting ready to be 18. And he'll see you twerking. He don't care if you old, young, doesn't matter. He gonna come and smack you. Just cut it out! Stop it right now. What are you? What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. And they'll go. And the little ones will go snitch. My daughter's name is Jade. Jade. Jade's twerking. Lonnie. Jade's twerking. And he come out. Where's she at? You know. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> well, Caleb. You, I mean, you'll meet the kids in a bit, man. But Caleb's a big twelve-year-old boy. He's as big as me. He's taller than his sisters. He's the young one. Mm. You know, and I know when he gets older and more wiser, instead of the 12 year old, 13 year old boy, he going to know he'd be like, man, what you doing? You know, right? exactly. he's going to be the older, big, little big brother, you know, and stuff, <laughs> you know, but we're right. As parents, we we're very honest with our kids, mm -hmm. really honest. Yeah, you know, we don't hide nothing. We don't try to keep them from it because eventually they're going to learn and, and they're going to find out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why keep and that's how I'll be honest. That's how she was raised. She mm -hmm. was taught, you know, you can't say penis. You can't know what it looks like until you're 50. It's like, it's like, what, 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 you know, just, so it's awkward to always say it, talk about it. You know, so our kids, we have those conversations with yep, them. Yeah, we call all the body parts by their names. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and, and not try to make it feel like it's a weird thing. Exactly. You know, so as parents, we're learning that because my dad didn't teach us nothing. My mom didn't teach us nothing. We all figured out, I was like, oh, what's, what's this? You yeah. know, it's like, like, what is this? You know, it's all weird. But that's how I do. That's how I play. And my kids love that, man. My daughter, Lily, cracks up. She loves that about me. And so as parents, we're learning that because we, we're at the age we have 16-year-old, 15-year-old, and our son finna be 13 in May 12th. May 12th? Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. I love you. Know, number one dad right here, you know. Um, 
May 11th? See, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, May 11th. Yeah, 12th, 12th. yeah, 12th. 11th? Yeah. May. <laughs> like, I said, like I said, the 11th. <laughs> yeah. May 11th, as I was saying earlier. Um, but no, again, you're right. Because again, as parents, that's what we're learning. You know, to get back to the point is, like you said, self-care. You know, and so I, I hope for her, and I'll say this, and I told her, because there's, I don't know why, call it me and man, probably just being a crappy dad, and this is me putting my junk out there, like you said, I'll just say it. I don't know why I never let her buy her own clothes. It's like she ought to have to ask me. It was weird, like younger, because we, we never had a lot of money. But yeah, I would go buy my own. You know, I'd just go do it, but never tell her, you know. I don't know, that was just... I had that mentality going in my marriage. I was still, I had that single mindset. I can just go do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And her, or her job is kids home, you know? And that to me was messed up. Cause that's like, when I went down and I was in a hospital, I realized all that God gave mm -hmm. me time to slow down, to realize how much I needed her in my life and who she was in my life and how I never took care of her. Like I was supposed to. Because the generic part of taking care of what men should do was there. Mm -hmm. But there was that next level of taking care of my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, and having her, like you said, make time for you. Mm -hmm. And I never did. And I'm guilty of that. You know, and that's why I want to be honest on this show. Not like Jose has it together. His, you know, his wife and everything. They're all, no, we're not. You know. Dude, ain't nobody on this planet got it together. Yeah. I don't care what they say. You know, and, and he talking to you, getting to know you, it's like. And, you know, you hearing this, you're like, Jose, you probably a fool. <laughs> you know, I'm, I am, you know, <laughs> I am. And, but I'm learning and we're growing together, especially being so 17 years in May, you know. Well, shoot, I'm still learning how to be a married woman. Mm -hmm. So, like, the one time I, um, I ran out of, I paid all the bills or whatever, and I didn't have any money on me, but I needed gas. So I was like, dang, I got to ask my husband for money. <laughs> and so I waited. I was like, hey, can I get $20? And he said, yeah, for what? I was like, oh, it's just gas. And he was like, you don't have any gas in your car? I said, no. He said, meet me across the street from my job at the Arco um, tomorrow. Because it was at the end of the night, you know, that I had asked. And yeah. so I was like, okay. And I already knew he was annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I got over there to the gas station. He fills up my tank and hands me $100 and says, stop doing that. Mm. And I was just like, when I was leaving, I was like, I just don't know. I can't pay. I just have to pay my own bills. Yeah. And I was like, but just being, uh, understanding that like, we're in this together and we are a team mm -hmm. and we are with each other so like when i told that story to my best friend she goes oh that was before you guys were married i was like no she said wait what i said don't judge me wow yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So change like, your tone things, right? <laughs> things that i'm still un well un well just having to learn i wouldn't yeah. say it's unlearning because i think it's important that you know i have i want to pay my own bills yeah. or whatever but at the same time to the detriment of like you up there like hoping and a wishing and a praying that you make it to the gas station yeah. like oh, what and you've got you know a husband that's willing or a partner that's you know willing yeah. to, to help you and support you and I'm just not used to being supported in that way yeah because you, you think, know I'm a black woman I do myself come on come on you know queen. but then God is like will you yeah <laughs> well and see that's what's hard you know because again I've learned that my dad you know shout out to my pops he never watched his stuff probably watching this I love you it's not shade on you pop but my dad has a lot of women in his life and it's like it was hard for him to take care of 
the new and it, like even in introducing us to them. And I thought, it's like, do they join bank accounts as a kid? It's like, is that your money theirs? Because I, I, we had this stepmom one time was like only buying food and stuff and making food for her kids and not us. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. And <laughs> not gonna lie, we never we didn't make it any better because me and my siblings were like locusts. We eat everything. <laughs> You know, you so, must be related to my children. Yeah. So, but the thing is, we didn't know no better. We didn't have a mother to take care of us and nurture us the way, like you being a mom to yours. I didn't have that. My mom mm -hmm. was crazy, crazy Native American woman, mm. man. You know, and she just she it was insane because we never once I never once had, I, I can't say never, but maybe like out of a hundred percent, she was like a ten percent of a real mom to us. Mm -hmm. The rest of it was not. So I took that experience into our marriage, and that's how I treated it. It's like I didn't know how to treat a woman because my dad was with so much, and we didn't know, you mm -hmm. know. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to get all deep and all that, but I just feel like where we're at in our marriage and what you said, what you're talking about, you know, joining in together. It's like, and he's like, I'm independent. I'm this. When do those walls come down? Exactly. You know, when how, when when did like when did the I'm doing me ends mm -hmm. up stopping? It's so like no, we're doing us. Yes. That's you know. an excellent, and that's the question that you have to ask, and you have to like get beyond whatever triggers or boundaries or you know walls that you've erected to protect yourself, you know, from rejection or whatever you think is going to happen, mm -hmm. and you have to figure out like, okay, at some point, just drop them because I mean it can come down little and gradually here and there, but um, I mean at the end of the day, you if you're going to be a team, you have to at some point say. Okay, I'm gonna let this go. Yeah, you know, and then I'm start thinking more about us instead of just about me. Yeah, and then in doing that, it's like the other person will. I mean, that it makes them feel safe to do the same thing. Yeah, because if I'm like, oh, you're pent up, you need to relax and you need to drop your walls. But mm. then my walls is like right here. Yeah. I'm like reaching over. The wall. You need to relax. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just looking over the wall like that. <laughs> Calm yourself. <laughs> Drop your walls, <laughs> right. you know. It's right. like, and then you cover. Exactly. You, you go back under the wall. It's like you drop yours first. I drop mine after. What like, wall? I don't have a wall. This right. is protection. <laughs> right. These are my clothes. Like, yeah. no, that's not it. That's true because I know we live again. We live. Look, I'm all about the powerful woman and women doing them. You know, we know the history of women not voting and the suppression of women and women's voices in general. You know, but I don't know. I just think we're at an age right now because I see a lot of friends of mine that are that real close with us. Like, we don't need no man. It's only to their convenience, you I, I know. Mean, but it's like, I understand that. Maybe you can rebuttal me and, you know, and I'm fine with that. You know, but it's like, how come it's only when it's a convenience? A friend of mine needed their tire changed. And they, it's like, you know, what, I'm going to go help them because they said they don't know how. So I'm like, we're close. Let's go. And I did it. But the next post is like, we don't need no man. We're strong. And I was like, you couldn't change your tam. You couldn't change your tire. I, I, right. <laughs> My whole thing is like, and, and when it comes to, so when I was single, you know, I just do the stuff myself, mm -hmm. right? I've changed my own oil. I've changed the tire before, but then it came down to a matter of safety because I couldn't get the lug nuts on there real tight because I lacked the physical mm -hmm. ability to do so. Yeah. So am I going to ride in that car with my children 
on the freeway. Yeah. Talking about, I ain't need no man. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, or, I mean, if there was, I didn't even have access to a really strong woman either. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, somebody, I need help with my yeah. tires. So it's like, at some point, you have to differentiate between what is needing a man even mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Does, I, don't, I don't need a man to take care of me. I've learned to do that on yeah. my own. So, okay. But what is taking care of me mean? Yeah. You know, um, I don't need a man to complete me, I think should be the statement. Yeah. It shouldn't be, you know, I don't need no man, you know, because yeah. I mean, it'd be, it, I've heard people say, I don't need no man, but then they want to have a baby. So Come I'm on. like, hmm. mm-hmm. even if you go and do in vitro, that it sperm came, yeah. came from somewhere. Literally came. <laughs> There's only one of us that of the two yeah. that can do that. We're not snails. Speak so, on it. Yeah. You know, so it's like at some point we, we need to stop bringing everything to extremes mm-hmm. and start bringing things back into a balance. No, I do not need a man to complete me. Mm-hmm. And no, I do not need a man. But do I want one? Mm-hmm. Yes. And get this. You should want to be a want rather than a need. Because if I need you, there's an ulterior motive as to why you're around. Because I need something. But if I want you, that means I have all these other options, but I chose you anyway. Ooh. Mm, Mic drop. Come on. Y'all don't even know. (laughs) Offering number three, Cash App Alondra. (laughs) Y'all just hearing some gems right now. That's so true. Because, again, shout out to wifey. My And... There's a lot of things that I know I need her to do in my life because there's things I don't know how to do, and mm-hmm. she does it for me. You know, so I feel like that's how God created us because when God created Adam, God saw, you know, a man should not be alone. So mm-hmm. who did he make? The person that fills all his gaps. The person that knows that that dude's going to be a mess up, and the wifey, the woman, will be there to help clean it up, you know, and <laughs> fix it up, you know. And, I, and I've... I didn't have no no thing about me where women were under me. All I saw were women as object growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to treat them. My, my buddies, I've said this before, my buddies, I've seen their uncles, how they treat women. And so mm-hmm. I thought, hey, that's normal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it to her. And I did. And it was the rough 10 years of our marriage. you know. And again, until like five, six years ago is when I started seeing, yo, yeah, you can't be like this. You know, you're acting one way, but you, you know. And then again, mm-hmm. it took... It took someone like her to take it, but still not throw it in my face, but let God show me. And I think that that example is like uh, a mirror image of how God, our relationship with God, Mm -hmm. because we be treating God crazy sometimes. Mm -hmm. We be like, you know what? You need to just be a genie in a bottle and I need need, my bills paid, you know, and just come out to do that and then go back, Yeah, you know, or just, you know, I'm going to sit you over there. I'm going to go have this good old time. And then when I get jacked up, I'm going to come back and be like, this happened. And that's the only time I'm showing up, you know? So I think God puts people in our lives. Like for me, it was my children, you know, and he, it, it gave me that, uh, perception of how he loves me Mm. you know it's like yeah you just did all this stuff and you were rude to them and you because i wasn't a touchy-feely person i wasn't hugged and coddled as a kid yeah and so or even told i love you you Mm -hmm. know and so i wouldn't do it and my daughter walked by me one time and said i love you i said "Mm, 
yeah, I don't even know why. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would you do this? She's a kid. Right? Yeah. If somebody else would have saw that, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, you calling me out? <laughs> What's your angle? <laughs> right? You plotting on me? Right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, and then she, and so one time um, she hugged me and she was a hugger. This is my oh. oldest baby. She hugged me. And I was like, oh, get off me. Stop. Mm. Go. You know, and because I wasn't used to receiving yeah. that type of affection. And when I did that, immediately I heard the Holy Spirit say, do it again. Mm. He said, do not reject her when she's trying to love you. And so I was like, dang, all right. Yeah. You know, so the next time it was really uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. And she hugged me and I was just sitting there and it was like the awkward hug, like, <laughs> you know, but it was weird. Yeah. It spoke to some break in, in me that, mm-hmm. or some area in me that just was not right. And if you're going to be a nurturer, you have to learn how to, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that's kind of part of the job, right? Yeah. So I may, I started forcing myself to do it and forcing myself wow. to do it and forcing myself. And now it's like nothing. Now mm-hmm. we hug all over the place. You know, yeah. I kiss you. I'm oh, my, I love you, baby. Yeah. I love you too, you know, and it's normal. Yeah. But it wasn't normal in my household. Yeah. And so when God is like shifting our behavior patterns, it's like, I'm just trying to help you get closer to me because when i go to embrace you i don't need you batting me away Mm -hmm. either Mm -hmm. you know it's like bring come close i want you come here you know so i had to i had to really learn that i had to learn how to accept love yeah so that's so true what you seem like you got something to say say speak on it girl she just it's perfect Mm -hmm. you know she you just broke it down very simple and um you know it when people, Jose says, you know, hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. love people, love people. And I feel like we're, we're opposite, but we're, we're, we work together. Mm-hmm. Like I do help him in areas that he needs help in and he helps Which me. Which is a lot for me. He helps me too, you know, cause he's, he's a social, but he could talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I can talk, but there's an extent. There's there's needs, a I need a little help with conversation. You know, my life is just kids. You know, oh, what are you doing? I'll have kids. And so, really, you know. But, I um, got you on the conversation. <laughs> Y'all gonna have a lot to talk about. <laughs> but we just work. You know, he helps me and I help him. And it took a, it took a while. Mm. It took a while to, for us to, like, finally click. Yeah. Before we didn't know how to click. We love each other. Right. It's just we... Con- it's like you learn to love you each other every learn. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like you you learn yourself every day is different. Mm-hmm. And then you have to learn hit the other person too. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just working together. Yeah. I was thinking back on when you were saying like, how do you, you know, talk to each other? Say, oh, how was your day when you guys spend so much time together? Start changing the question to how how do you feel? What are you feeling right yeah. now? I think that's that's what, something. Yeah. I don't walk around talking about your feelings all day, do you? Um, well, no, not, nah, really. not so much. No. See, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I was like, unless you do, then we'll find a different question. Yeah. <laughs> so we gonna clap. No, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm feeling it, you know. But again, that's you're right because I know I cause I gotta stop. I, my my whole thing is that my mind is always go go yeah. go, and I gotta stop assuming she knows where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where I think I've hurt our relationship or not. I don't know, not hurt or damn, but I just think that's what caused us to go like, I don't know, just off track, you know, and me assuming because I do go, you know, when I had COVID and I was down, it was stopped. Mm-hmm. It was everything. Mm-hmm. Start over tracks, you know, do not pass go, do not right. collect $200, right. you know, and, and all that was left was just me, my family, 
and my wife taking care of another baby. That's really what it came down to because I couldn't shower. I couldn't move to my living room. I couldn't move nowhere without my oxygen levels going down to death, Mm. you know, and yeah. And so that's what slowed me down. And, you know, my wife told me something, you know, because I did the first time. I thought I passed out, but they said I, they had to resuscitate me. I, I died, and they got they brought me back. It was wow. fast. I thought it was passed out, but, you know, my wife told me, she said, Jose, she said, you died. So God literally started you over when you came back. So what you decide to put back in is all up to you now. Wow. She's all, the old is literally gone because you had that, you know. So I'm very careful now, and. Not perfect, man, but I, now I'm starting to feel more accountable to myself mm-hmm. and starting to be more aware, self-aware. Because like I said, we're, we hear self-awareness, 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 mm-hmm. but until you really experience true self-awareness, then you don't know what you're doing or how you're treating people, how you look, how you act, you know. And then that, I was now I was self-aware of how I treated my family. It was mm-hmm. just, dad's on the go, get out of my way, I'll run you over. That part. Mm-hmm. That, I was that guy. And stay stay ahead, catch up, catch up, you know. And it's like, you know, we're in our business now. It's a family business because our kids are learning what we do. They want to do this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So we have the, the it's just the privilege and the honor that our kids want to do this. And it's so awesome. And so now it's like, look, if y'all want to make real money, catch up, learn quick. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, we're with you in the process now. I'm not gonna just leave you in the you know in the ways of our right, catch up <laughs> you know right I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah we get That's too busy. I told yeah. God if I when I show up to you in front of you because we all gonna get there. I was like I don't want to show up empty handed, mm-hmm. and then I don't want to show up without my kids because yeah. if I got everybody in my basket except my kids, yep. something's wrong with Home that. First. Something's wrong with that, and That's so real. if we if we can make our primary ministry our families, and then work outwardly. Mm. I mean, you're going to work out really anyway. If you're if you're focusing on your family and making sure that you two are in, in line with each other and, and encouraging each other and, you know, pushing each other to the finish line. And then you're mm-hmm. doing the same thing with your kids. Your kids will reach people that you never will, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and then so on and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, because God's into multiplication. That's right? right. So mm-hmm. that's that's the type of thing. And then we all have our different experiences or how we all may have experienced the same thing, but it impacted us differently. Mm-hmm. You know, so then it gives us something a little bit more unique that we can go out and talk to somebody else about or encourage someone else in that thing. So yeah. it's like we we can't like neglect the importance of doing the self-evaluations because self-care and self-evaluations are really closely related. If you're not going to evaluate yourself, how will you even know where you need self-care? That's true, man. Again, we're going to take offering number four. (laughs) That's so real. You know, you know what you're talking about. That's so true. And I, I look, when you said that, I was thinking about while you're speaking, I was like, man, I learned the hard way. You know, a lot of people watching, listening, being so young, young, young marriage, young relationship, just a young person in general. Y'all getting some advice that you could actually start applying now and be so far ahead. Right. When there are. And age. that's the point. Mm-hmm. We want 2.0 versions of ourselves. Facts. That's do so it real. better. Yeah. Do it better. You know, and that's what I want my kids to be, because my dad growing up, I felt he never outright said it, but I always felt my dad didn't want me to be better than him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, don't make more money to him and all that. And. You know, I feel like that kind of way about her family, the way they treated her, you know, and it's like, I want my kids to be better than me. Like right now, I'm telling all my kids, look, y'all going to be my daughter. My middle one's really the gifted one. She's the one that 
she taught herself to draw in a year, you know, use Photoshop in a week, mm -hmm. you know, procreate, got to my iPad. So she's drawing some crazy stuff. That's tight. And I'm like, dang, girl, I hate you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but then she's teaching herself guitar. She taught herself mm -hmm. the harmonica. Yeah. Um, what the heck? She taught herself the harmonica. She's like, yeah, dad, dad, dad. And she just like starts ripping on a harmonica and she taught herself the bass. It's weird That's how tight. I'm like, man, but you I know, I had a kid that did the same thing with the drums. Mm -hmm. I was. He was like, oh, I want to be in rock band. I said, Yeah, you haven't done anything to <laughs> be able to get into rock band. Why would you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. So the school called. Hey, you know, Jelani wants to be in rock band. You know, would you like to sign him up? I'm like, I said, Well, he doesn't have any formal training. Like, he's never touched a drum set. Like yeah. ever. When I say never, like, I'm not joking. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't air drums. That's not with. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, not even air drums. <laughs> I mean, he used to beatbox, but yeah. that's not the same. So yeah. it's like. So they were like, oh, well, if it's okay, then we'll go ahead and put him in. I said, all right, whatever. So we go to a recital. Well, he comes home first. He says, hey, I made first chair. And the very first thing in my mind that I thought, and don't judge me, I was like, man, the mother kids must have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> For you to not have drums. Oh, did you make first chair, right? Yeah. So we go to the recital. <laughs> And this kid is playing the drums, wow. both hands, both feet, just doing it. Yeah. And I'm watching this. I said, wait, what? when did you? <laughs> I know I raised this one. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, you girl. Come learn? on. Yeah. I was like, it's just crazy to stuff that. But like I said, pressure will bring stuff out of you or yeah. the desire, which is still a type of pressure, will bring stuff out of you that you never even knew was there. What would happen mm -hmm. if you... Like if your baby wasn't focused on, that's probably part of her self-care. Yeah. You know, she expresses musically in musical yeah. instruments. Mm -hmm. You know, what would have happened if you hadn't, you know, through a part of your self-care started all of this, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. because it's therapeutic for you, yeah. you know, and it's like, what, what would have happened if, you know, you had decided that you weren't going to, you know, be a stay-at-home mom or, or be focused more on your kids and go out and like really make a career for yourself. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, that might not have even been your, your thing, but you, you you guys are focusing on like what because in response to the pressure of life this is what came out mm -hmm. and it doesn't always have to be something like you know frantic thrown together like sporadic yeah it it could be something like like i said i was we were blending a family just bought a house just got married i was stressed and we were on lockdown together wow. and so out came painting mm -hmm. who knew you know so it's like the stuff that I think God wants more, wants us to have more experiences like that with the pressure that he gives us. He wants to know what are we going to do with mm. it? It doesn't necessarily have to break you down. Mm -hmm. If you're spending enough time in self care, you'll find things in you that you never knew were yeah. there. Come on. Y'all don't even know to hear it and listen to it, you know, from your phones on YouTube and all that is different than experiencing what you're saying in person. To me is it's encouraging 100% because again, it's, I know it's only going to help and build our relationship, me and my wives and my families, you know, we're definitely, again, I'm always trying to make this, how can I grow from this conversation? Mm -hmm. Every podcast, how can I grow from this? You know, I've learned to not like try to interrupt because I just want to get my point across because I'm that guy, you know, <laughs> you know, my wife's like, slow down, let Johnny speak, <laughs> you know, you know, so again, and, and let the guests speak and man, we are. To have this experience again, man, when I, I, I never want to be, I never want to get in a mindset where I fully have arrived and I know, but again, because today talking to you right now, I've learned so much and I just want to thank you for your time. Like you said, because I know what you got going on. I know you got the family. Y'all got like the hey, Brady yo, Brady I'm bunch. Hiding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but, know I'm coming back. Yeah, man, that's. But I'm so glad you came out and did this. I really appreciate your time because what you again, what you do is it's a lot. You know, you know, you know what you're doing. You're handling it like a queen. And to me, I love. My wife knows. I love. I love. I like, what's up, queen? You so killing it, queen? You know, I'm all about that. I love. Some, I like y'all. <laughs> speak it. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm with you on it. You know. <laughs> And I love I love being that way, man. Especially when someone like my cousins or my wife's uh, uncle, huh? Or my well, he, she has two uncles, right? Yeah. So I don't. Well, he's gay. So <laughs> his boyfriend is named Jose. Uh -huh. Every time I get gay with him, <laughs> I'm like, "What's up, boo?" He's all, "What's up, bitch?" And the way he does it, he's like, huh, all the time. And he and I get really gay around him, but we have fun. I, I love that energy when somebody can just call me that or we act that way, and I can act I this it's, way. It's just it's it's connection. Energy. It's the energy. Yeah. It's the it's it's hey, I'm. I'm not mad at you. We we don't have to, you know, even if we have disagreements or things that are different, so what? Man, yeah. come over here. Let's chill. Yeah. Let's kick it. Like, get over here. What you, you want, in my house, you want some food? You want to eat? Yeah. Right? Okay. For real? Come over here. Come over here. Eat the bread, girl. Yo, get those tortillas. Yeah, get those tortillas. You know, black Mexican food, you know. I mean, it's just, it's whatever. wow. Wow. That's so Tell me how you really feel, man. Like, <laughs> like, be I honest. Know. I know. Me. Come on. That's so funny, yeah. man. And I love, I love your energy. I would love to sit down. Maybe I don't know where your daughter is at with her addiction. Maybe talk about that. I, yeah. If she's comfortable, because oh, she is. She's you know. very comfortable. And my daughter is like one of my biggest inspirations because watching her transition from the point where I didn't, I was saving pictures of her off of Facebook. Wow. Because I didn't know if I was ever going to see her alive again. Mm -hmm. You know, she was literally homeless, like the shopping cart, the box, sleeping in a park, the you whole You have all nine. those still? I do have my my pictures of her yeah. when she was in her addiction. It's like night and day wow. looking at some of the stuff. And and I didn't know. I mean, it's a hard thing when you don't know where your child is. Uh -huh. You don't know if they're going to be, you know, she had been sexually assaulted. Wow. Uh, she's a, you know, sexual assault survivor and she's lesbian. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, growing up in a church and, and you know, with a, a Christian mom mm -hmm. and her being lesbian, that was a hard, that it, it made her feel like she, and I didn't even realize I was making her feel like she was not loved, uh -huh. not just by Jesus, but mm. by me, mm -hmm. you know? Uh -huh. And so just walking through that and seeing who she has become today, you know, and we're both, we have so much in common when it comes to the tragedy stuff, because we're both um, sexual assault, uh, survivors and we're both you know we we dealt with addictions but just different ones yeah um but she looks she she looks most like like you can see a version of myself in every phase of who i was with my children if you look at each child you'll see or at least i do once you get to know me a little bit i'll be like Ooh, i didn't mean to pass that on like that she shouldn't have that she shouldn't have that you know? <laughs> it's like ah that's one of the worst things about parenting is seeing you, the you that you tried to kill in your kids, yeah. like reflected back at you and like, Doc, you know, Dang it. kicking rocks. Like, yeah, all day. <laughs> I'm starting to see that <laughs> like, now with ours too. So, but watching her, her triumph, you know, watching her continue to blossom and continue to grow, mm. um, that reminds me, thankfully, of like, uh, hey, shoot, at least if I would have quit in my addiction, she probably would have quit in hers too. So, 
it, it means more. And going back to that individual that you were talking about, like if, if somebody is down in the dumps or whatever, like it, that right there is what I'm talking about. Mm. If I would have quit my children, I don't know what would have happened to yeah. them. Dang, that's so true. I'd love to have her on if she's up for it. Once you got time, both of you guys come out. We'll talk it up. And, you know, because, again, I love those stories. I love I love being in the dirt, but I love rising from it. I yeah. love those stories. Oh, she's a hoot, too. That's You'll, awesome. You think I'm funny. That one. <laughs> Man, both y'all on? That'd oh. be so dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we'll bring food. Yeah. <laughs> We heard food. Then let's go tomorrow. We shooting. Like, <laughs> Hold on, y'all gonna watch us eat? You know, smacking like, in, yeah. Smacking in the microphone is like oh, a piece of chicken. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're shooting a pod right now, Laura. You oh, know, they can see me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm serious. I love, I love your story. I love you. I love your just your just your inspiration. Who you are? You just you're so full of energy and light. And to me, that's what a reflection of God's love is. That's what it should be. That's what everyone should take notice of that. When you are walking his light, not just like, hey, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. No, you live it. People see it. You know, I, the good friend of mine, one of my mentors told me best message preached is without words. Absolutely. And that changed my life. And whenever since then, that's always been my staple here. We'll talk about it because it's a show. We'll talk about it. But cameras are off. And she can look me in the face like he's real. My kids are gonna look me in the that face, part. and I can look in the mirror and be be good with what I see. That's real. Like mm -hmm. you said, family, ministry first. Mm -hmm. My family's first. You know, I don't want to go change everyone else's life, but my family's all messed up. That part. Yeah. I used to, we do uh, mm -hmm. theater, and so sometimes we perform whenever there's a show or whatever. If we decide to join in. And one thing that I was like, I need to get a bumper sticker made that said, drama is my profession, not my lifestyle. Mm, <laughs> so, I like that. Because it's like, we put on these masks, we put on the costume and all this stuff, but that's not what you should mm. be doing just to be in front of people. Mm. Well, in saying that then, yeah. we do this thing. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I did ahead. that final, you're here. <laughs> but in saying that then, we do this thing on the show, last words, last thoughts before we close out. Anybody listening, watching, you know, hearing what's your last word of encouragement to them you know out of all we talked about today i would say stay focused stay focused on who you want to be where you want to go there are so many things pulling our our perception or our attention in every direction mm -hmm. stay focused stay focused on who you want to be who you want to become what you want to do where you want to go where you want to grow mm -hmm. and then keep yourself primed and ready mm. for that to happen so there's a lot of things that we do. We like, well, I, I don't know how to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Like, I didn't know I, I have a book that I'm writing and I don't know how I'm going to put this all together. But I'm focused on the fact that I need to get the words out onto mm -hmm. the page. I know that for Ask for Alondra, I know that I can put something in this document and continue with the words until it, it sounds like a good book or mm -hmm. whatever. And then from there, like getting it published and all that stuff, we'll deal with that when we get there. However... Mm -hmm. I'm focused on getting the words out of me and put somewhere because mm. that's what I can do at the time. Yeah. So find what it, what you can do at the time to get you there and focus on that. Focus on who you want to be, where you want to go, where you want to grow and and write those things down. Always have them in front of you. Talk, talk to yourself. You know, say this is what's going to happen with me. This is what is happening with mm -hmm. me. Talk about it in the now because your mind does not understand going to do or past tense. It mm -hmm. only understands what's happening now. So this mm. is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And then keep yourself primed and ready. You as much as you can. I don't care if you got a YouTube is a wonderful resource. 
You'll find all kinds of content on there that'll yeah. help you get from point A to point B. But focus on that. Surround yourself with cool people that's like, yeah, you can do that. Anybody speaking death to your dream or death to whatever you mm-hmm. want to do, don't talk to them about that. Cast mm-hmm. not your pearls before swine. It's not mm-hmm. to call the other person a pig, but it's more so to say, what would a pig, how would a pig understand the value of your pearls? Well, mm-hmm. So stay focused. This life was not made to be easy, but it was meant to be mastered. Mm. And the mastery of life builds muscle. So you can do that and you can take other people with you because they're watching you. It doesn't matter what happened to you before. I've survived all kinds of stuff, every form of abuse that there is. Yeah. I've been homeless. I've been what, like Paul, I've been shipwrecked. You know, I've been like, yeah. you know, run them like let us straight, run them up, like Malcolm yeah. X. Like But at the end of the day, I decided who I was gonna be and That's I held cool. on to that and 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 with the help of a of healthy people around me that were saying, yes, you can, mm-hmm. I am achieving my goal every single day. Mm. Not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. However, I'm not who I was before. And and so if I can do it, you can definitely do it too. Mm. Are you offering number five? <laughs> I'm going to keep running with We'll that. work for food. Yeah, we work for food. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Give us some gift certificates. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, bring them. <laughs> Come on. What about you, Laura? I know um, I bet this resonated with you. Like no, I wish I had a notebook. I'm probably going to, I have to watch this yeah. video. I'm going to watch it, this podcast uh, several times just to write down all these great, mm-hmm. you know, words. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> you seriously have blessed me. Um, your testimony is amazing. You know, that, that strength that we have, you know, it just resonates, really resonates with me. And it, it makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, Jose had always says, you know, you just put the period at, after my sentence and thank you so much yeah i love that period yeah you like you finish i call it the life it's our life sentence like we're writing this sentence in life it's like man what's that thing i'm trying to say or do then you say you're like oh that was it you know (laughs) that's the period i need that's the finish i needed for the next chapter you know, again, I got I got all those too. She's never said that to me, so I, I'm feeling. <laughs> but no, I I love what you I love your message. I love who you are. I love what you do. Keep doing it. There's a big partnership. I know we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff together, especially when it comes to the foundation. Um, again, I love the fact that how because you even said you you love what we're doing. You love what it stands for. What it's going to be and do and. You know, it's going to do a lot, man. I'm super excited to get this message out and definitely just to help promote you, just get you the business and, and the money. Girl, I mean, I'm not going to say no. Yep, the cheddar. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, it's not about, it's not about the money. No, it is, man. Nah, we got some is. bills. Well, <laughs> bills and you can't, I'm it's hard to reach people without money. Yeah. That's true. So it's hard to change lives without money mm-hmm. and resources. Mm-hmm. So even if it's a gift in kind, hey, yep. let's go. Let's I go. paint. You want to give me some canvases? Cool. All right. No, definitely. We'll do that. You know, just different stuff. Like, it doesn't even matter. If we can do something together and make a difference in this world, but it does take money. It does. And we definitely are going to be doing that here. Fresno County, Central Valley, man. You know, and I'll just say Kairos Media Foundation is still 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 building you know we're definitely going to get it going and you know to have you part of it and helping us is giving me that much more you know light at the tunnel i'm like i'm seeing it now it's going to happen and real quick i also do like gatherings where we we sit and we paint 
like oh, just okay. images like whatever it's not like a, a sip and paint i mean there may be wine but you don't have to partake in that or just there might not be a specific picture it's just about creating getting yourself used to creating and putting stuff on canvases so is that, is that like the, almost like that prophecy painting where they just oh paint. yeah there is prophetic just, painting. prophetic paint prophetic there you go. art mm -hmm. prophetic art you just um, paint. but and even if you're not a religious person it's just therapeutic to yeah. put something. You got this blank canvas. Where do you do this at? I, I do it wherever. Okay. Um, and so it'll, it, it moves around here. And okay. There. But you got a blank canvas. You can put something on it that you can look at. You created that. You got to say what ended up happening with that. So, yeah. I love that. So, again, we're going to have social media, everything in the description below. We're going to start sharing these. You know, if you guys seen all the teasers this week, give Alondra a follow, support her, buy her art. That part. Buy the art. It goes to a really good cause. It's not just lace in my pocket. Yeah. It, I mean, that'd be nice. It, it'd but, be nice. Yeah. But it goes to it goes back into this work that we've been talking about. That's what's up. You guys hear, heard it from here, so tune in. You guys, I know this is a long podcast, but you know what? Expect it because there's a great message behind all this. Again, Alondra, thank you for your time. Thank you for everything you do, especially for coming on the weekend. I know weekends like chill we needed you know Not relax at the house i was happy to <laughs> peace y'all make your own make your own grub sleep in until 1 p.m you know <laughs> you know i guarantee one of our kids are asleep so well, you guys thanks for tuning in man you guys follow alondra man get in contact with her for your business if you guys have a non-profit man this girl will help and kill it for you support 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 local businesses and all yeah. these creators that people that just do some dope stuff that's what still here podcast is and we'll stand for represent and help here in the central valley we love you guys stay tuned for the next podcast we'll see you in the next one peace, peace.